Oh, I'm on. All right. Buns and bows and pantyhose. I am your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix. We are full of it tonight. And by full of it, I mean we are full of talent. We have content creators with our guest. Uh, we're still waiting for her to Skype in. Um, author and daughter of legendary Hollywood actor Vincent Price. We have Victoria Price. We have hip-hop and rap artist Andre Excellence is in the house. We have documentarians Rebecca Brighthop and Graham High to chat about their project, Straight White Guy Listening. Hello, I'm a gay brown guy drinking that's what i am <laughs> and my guest co-host for tonight singer songwriter taylor olson hot off of recording his latest new tracks so raise a glass and let the drinks begin thank you for being life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death i'd like to propose a toast this is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Oh, it is going to be a bumpy night. Some of my my guests can speak ASL, and so they're going to be talking about me right in front of my face. Do it like they do it in West Hollywood. Talk behind my back, and I love it. Hello on the Rockers. Ate at Mobadak, which means Happy New Year in Persian. Persian uh, in Farsi. Sorry. Uh, Happy New Year. It's it's Persian New Year. Oh, yes. Oh. An, another day to eat a lot of uh, protein and carbs. And drink a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I've been saying calm your tits for so long. Like, the, uh, that's just phrases. Like, I'm going to calm your tits. Even, like, I'll be at a funeral and they'll be like, oh, right this way. I'll be like, calm your tits. Right? <laughs> well, so I've been informed this week that calm your tits is over. Like, the phrase is done. All right. Oh, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to present some alternatives. Uh, adjust your bust before it combusts. <laughs> it's a little long. It's a little long. It's a little long. Okay. All right. I like the rhyme. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Graham. Um, okay. How about... Hakuna your tatas. <laughs> oh, that feels Very right for good. you. Yes, yeah. Hakuna your tatas, especially because I'm like half of Timon and Pumbaa. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you which half. What Wah. else you got? What else you got? Okay, uh, the last one. Don't have a rack attack. Oh. Wait, it's number a, two. Wait, don't have no, a racket, rack two. attack or oh. crap attack? <laughs> I hate that kind of humor. I can't even say the word fart. I can't. Like, I, I start to sweat and pass out. I dated somebody for eight and a half years. We still had two bathrooms for the whole time we were together. The whole time. I can't Whoa. do it. So, th- no, there's none of yeah, that. Yourself, no, though. crap attack? No. <laughs> no, unless we're gambling. Uh, okay, so uh, first one is Hukuna Yurtadas, right? That mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Okay, or Rack Attack. I feel like Rack Attack is going to catch on. Don't have a. Oh, Andre Excellence is in the house. Andre, right here, sir. <laughs> We have our hip-hop rap artist making a fashionably, you know, uh, uh, fashionably late. Your drink is there. Your vodka is there. Your headphones are there. You're all set to go, sir. I have to tell you, I love broadcasting from Sunset Gower Studios because Shondaland is right upstairs, by the way. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Viola Davis walks around all the time. We see her. She comes really? and uses our, our voiceover booth. But it's like a maze here because they have all the lots. And then Shonda has constructed her own entrances. So there's like secret passages here. Um, but I love it. But people, people get lost. So I'm so sorry, Andre. I'm so sorry. I was lost for me walking around. It was yeah. interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of history. Yeah. You guys, Clark Gable used to have his own personal apartment here that he used... <clears throat> to prepare for his scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but Jimmy Stewart filmed uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. They filmed Heroes here. Uh, Dexter, Six Feet Under. They're filming Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. All of that's here. Uh, okay. Uh, so we've decided on Hakuna Yatatas. 
Yep. yep. Okay, so if anybody gets out of control tonight, we're going to just say, Hokuna, you're tatas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> happy birthday to Lori Williams. She is one of our number one fans from across the pond in the UK. And you guys, she usually stays up to, to listen to us, and it's like 3 a.m. her time. So we love you, Lori. She's also a great artist still waiting for my, uh, for my art. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you happy to our birthday. sober listeners for listening. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you for holding her hair back, and thank you for driving us home. No drinking and driving. Take Uber <laughs> or Lyft. <laughs> or find a sexy person to drive you home. That's what I do. Boop. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play. And, of course, we are on Facebook Live on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, Hello Ohio, and nationally on Bear World Magazine. Rawr. Uh, check out my weekly articles, movie reviews, movie news in Bear World Magazine. Uh, in fact, we did an article with you, Mr. Yes. Taylor Olson. Yes, we did. And Andre, we're going to be doing an article with you for Bear World Magazine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pick up on a bear? Girl, we need to talk. Yes. <laughs> I heard the term salmon the other day. Do you know what a salmon is in the bear world? So wait, bears. Wait, so wait, Graham, wait. Straight, guy li- oh, straight white guy listening, yeah. listen up. I'm I listening. think I know. Yeah. Okay. Isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it like a hairless twink or something yeah so it's a hairless uh boy that all the bears are grabbing after mm-hmm. just like a salmon get <laughs> like it salmon. Oh. yes i too like salmon oh, yes oh are you a salmon lover andre <laughs> i think so. he's a pescatarian <laughs> yes. all right anyway check out my weekly uh, articles on bear world magazine uh, i love working with them and i have my hour-long special uh where i covered bear world convergence in palm springs for five days and they're mushing all that down to an hour-long special for tv uh, god knows um anyway in my movie news this week though i cover <laughs> John Travolta as John Gotti and sexy bi-curious Tom Hardy is playing Al Capone in biopics coming up. Put a man in a suit in a pinstripe. <laughs> yes, please. Especially if it's Tom Hardy. I hated I would say dunking Dunkirk. You have the sexiest man in Hollywood in your film and you cover his face up for half the film. Like what what is that about? Tom Hardy would. Uh, no, they did, did that for Batman Dunk- too. Yeah, they covered up his face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish they would have covered my eyes and my senses for that Batman. Woof. Oh. And Hathaway, <laughs> we gotta talk. <laughs> oh my God, I have a feeling like in ten years she's gonna be like her version of Amanda Bynes. Like she's gonna be like at Whole Foods with like her curlers and like one shoe on. I like, was in Les Mis. No, no, yes. I love her no. so much. Do you have a girl crush no. on Anne Hathaway? Maybe just a little bit. <sighs> Remember when she was in Les Miserables no. and she's like, my life is so poor. Look at me. Um, remember when she was in Princess Diaries? Because that movie was the best. Is that yes. the Anne Hathaway you're in love with? Yeah. Got I liked it. Her. With the unibrow? Yes, Not you do love a unibrow. <laughs> I've seen the girls you dated. Wait. It's like Frida this... Kahlo up in there. <laughs> wow. You be quiet over there. Yeah. <laughs> I know Rebecca for many, many, many I years. I thought she was brilliant. In the, before, I, before when I heard she was playing Catwoman, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But then she's like, I, you should be so lucky. She was fantastic. So she turned it. I'm yeah, sorry, Andre. I, agree. I have to agree yeah. with Andre. Yeah. Christopher Nolan kills it. Michelle Pfeiffer, hands down, anything, Catwoman. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. Even, even <laughs> Joker, everybody Christopher Nolan post is amazing. But, but Anne Hathaway's just too, like, goody two shoesies. Emily Blunt as Catwoman. Now, that would have been sexy. You should be so lucky. Yes, <laughs> I, I know. You know Emily Blunt beats John Karinsky because she's like, you know, she wears the pants on that. What do you think about Holly Berry's Catwoman? Huh? What do we think about Holly Berry's Catwoman? Mm. Bad script. She was sexy though. Sexy, sexy, sexy. sexy. Very sexy. She's not to acknowledge that movie. (laughs) Oh, you guys, did you guys know Cameron Diaz retired? (laughs) I thought she already did. Wait, what? She officially has retired quietly, like her career. 
She's at the subway on Fairfax if you want to say hi. It's <laughs> my favorite one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's, a yeah, great it's one. really fun. Yeah. Fun I'm... times, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite? I don't, think, I, don't think that, I don't think that lasts very long. No, you're at Subway? Well, no, I don't think retiring. If you're an artist and you love your art and you do what you do, like you do it because you love it. You do it for free, right? Because you love it, right? Oh, Just God, you're one of those artists so with integrity. <laughs> no. If you remember, Cameron Diaz was, was acting in The Mask. She was the famous. Yes. She was, she's yes. been around for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Sweetest thing. Do? She was in Bad Teacher, too. Exactly. Ugh. What are you going to She's just not getting the part, so whatever. Trust me, she's going to get it. She'll get there. Yeah, there are plenty back. of actresses her age that are getting pretty good parts. She's She played her genre very well and her age group very well. Some people age out of that. Sean William Scott, remember we all loved him. What's he going to play now? I don't. This just got super deep. Mm. I think I think she I think she comes back. Give it a little bit of time, and she gets that itch, and she's watching other people. She's like, I'm Cameron, motherfucker. She's yeah. gonna play <laughs> Helen Mirren in a biopic of her life in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm Cameron Diaz. Yes. Is she just getting like the baby itch? Like, does she have a kid now? Is that no? You don't no. think that's what it is? I think she's dating a kid. I don't think no. <laughs> They're no. Ma- aren't they married? No. Yeah. Who's she married to? Um, what the, one of the guys from Good Charlotte? Yeah. Benji. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, he is yeah. younger, huh? Yeah. Good for you, girl. Yeah, you yeah, go, Cameron. Do. I don't think she's gonna have a baby though. I think she's gonna throw amazing, like soirees and raise money for kids with <laughs> four teeth or something. I, I, Babies I don't. Babies battling bullying. Look out for yeah. bad moms yes. three. And like, right? Right? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> bad mom is a bad, bad movie. Okay, for our audio <laughs> listeners, you can check out our video stream on Facebook. Uh, now we're on YouTube, um, and now the Hillcrest Social app has all of our streaming video. So check it out. Also, Hillcrest Social gives you free giveaways and concert tickets. My mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room on UBNRadio.com and on Facebook Live answering your questions. Keep her busy, or she's going to drink too much, and God knows what she's going <laughs> to say. If she has a burning question, she will let me know. And we will ask it here online. Hello to our engineer, a straight guy. Kurt, I brought you a straight guy. Aren't you happy? I am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kurt. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, next week it's all straight people, so you'll oh, be very okay. happy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Kurt, wow. do you have a pun for us? I, I always. I always oh, you guys, just fasten your seatbelts. It, it, it's good. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, g- groan. Okay, okay, <laughs> Kurt. So I, I put some uh, root beer in a square cup. You guys, let's see if we can figure this out. Ooh. Because what? you wanted it, because you've uh, a, a float, something no, 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 afloat. No, no, I think it's, it's a math root. joke. Yeah. yeah square it, root. it just became beer. Oh. <laughs> so he gives himself laughter, and I never get I laughter. What I get is the wah wah and cricket sounds. That's what I, I get. Feel, I feel so stupid. I don't get it. Because a, a square root takes oh away the. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Is... Oh, Kurt. Mm, I feel so dumb right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, I have to tell you, sometimes they are so bad. Uh, but you always get I the courtesy laugh. You didn't even get a courtesy laugh today. All of us were like. I'm stealing it. That's why. Yes. I was like, I gotta. <laughs> yeah, Graham is super into dad jokes, yeah. so that was like. Um, I'm not like, a dad, but I'm prepping. Yeah. Well, it, you guys can. Aren't you out. engaged? It could be coming soon. What's be. your What's your best dad joke? Oh, his man. shirt. Yeah. Oh, boom! Shit, shit, shit. Later, just cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silent, like a good straight man inside. <laughs> no, but what is the best da- dad joke? Oh man. Pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I know. It's uh, I just guys, I'm just inspired in the moment. Whenever. <laughs> uh, what is a good dad joke? I don't. Know, this I? might take Graham a minute. He, he sent me an email from like a weird account the other day. Oh Ooh. yeah. Through, was... through like our through our social media, and I was like, "Prove your Graham. Tell me a dad joke." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> and, like, that is so funny. Four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> I so got the, a total the joke, dad response. Yeah, I was like, uh, "Here's a good dad joke." Uh, I took my kid out to the park and pushed him on the tire swing. He got pretty tired. 
Yeah, it's pretty worn Wait, out. That was the punchline. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah>. Andre's like, <laughs> I can't even rap with this. Like, I don't even know what I'm to like, do I'm with this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh. it's it pretty bad, guys. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This is a lot better than what I've been working with. You guys, like I said, uh, Shauna Rhymes is right upstairs. What if her writing room? What if that was a joke on like a scandal, like the finale of Scandal? <laughs> all of a sudden. Okay, yeah. I religiously watch Scandal and Same. how to get go, away with murder. Go say hi. And so, no, it's they're they're better than that. Sorry, <laughs> they're way better. Than I that. was working on that for days. So much better than that. Oh lord! All right. Well, thank you so much for that, Kurt. That was so enlightening. Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On the Rocks On Air. Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Everybody's talking about how Facebook is going away, but I still see you all on Facebook. I see you sliding. You're just not liking or commenting, and I do the same thing. So find us on Facebook. Give us some love. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Find us on the web. On the Rocks Radio Show. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera. Bris, I don't care. I will show up. You think Facebook's going away? That's everybody. It says that. Well, it totally it's, is. Uh, Facebook is that place where you put your phone. You, you, where you, that's your space. That's where your family sees you, pictures like up. Your, you put your, like uh, your sanctuary? Life updates and things of that nature, right? For me right now, right? Where it's popping is Instagram. You know, your DMs. Yeah. You know, we yeah. talk about DMs. But <laughs> it, it, if it, and, and Facebook is smart. Facebook owns Instagram. So they're just like, eh. But Facebook is still where you go when you're like, I'm in a relationship. I'm married. I totally where agree. You, go, you want to find you. It's, it's like where that. you go to retire. But isn't the there only like 25 people that see your, your feed? I heard that that They've was... They've changed the, the algorithms lately. Yeah. It's really crazy because I see the weekly... But it's still the mothership. Yes. But everybody's on it. They just don't want to say that they're on it mm -hmm. or well Taylor you're not really on it no. th that much mm -mm. I literally well only because like a year ago Facebook deleted my account from a venue I used to be associated with they, too much sexiness going on <laughs> no it was their promotional videos had copyrighted music in it and because yes, it was tagged me it. in the in the video everyone that was tagged in the video their accounts got deleted and then anytime, because Facebook is just on it and clearly have so much time on their hands, <laughs> literally anytime you remake an account, they will find you and they will delete your new account. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they find you. Yeah. I, yeah, they will, they're like... Oh, they're no, 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 no. They're, 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 yeah. they're, I don't want to They say have people. You know, they like, have don't like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to like our nations across the seas. I mean, they yeah. have like agents specifically yeah. like sent for one person. There's like a, you have yeah. your own person. Well, yeah, Russia made, slipped right by them. Who? Vice, <laughs> what? That's a country? They made me take out some uh, pictures of some naked bikers I had taken when it was like Naked Biker uh, Day. Yeah. And I was like, There's why? a Naked Biker Day? Yeah. Where have I been? I was driving down Sunset and I was like, I just. You know, with the driving while yes. snapping. Oh, yeah. great! Awesome. Well, <laughs> my husband was driving. Actually. Oh, okay. So I, I yeah, okay. yeah. Got, it. Yeah, yeah. got it, got it, got it, got yeah, it. They've taken me down for too many exclamation points, exclamation points, what? and oh yeah, oh. you're you're, yeah. However, oh I, yeah, because if you're being, uh, yeah, that's like you're being too aggressive too or aggressive. something. Yeah, that's just too aggressive. Too aggressive. Yeah. Yet people have, have like hate goes, morning, speech so. pages, and there's like, like racist yeah. pages, but yeah. I have too many exclamation points. Yeah. Getting a little wild yeah. with those exclamation yeah. points. Yeah. They're under fire. The only way that I was able to like, about what, about something's going on with them giving out user information, and there was an I watched Vice News. I don't know if you watched mm -hmm. that. I live for it. It's really crazy. Thirty minutes. And they were talking about the guy on there was working in a secondary company. He's flipping out, and like he said. He said they're investigating it, but they've taken me down, and I'm just trying to tell the truth. And now every time I pull a page up, they figure out how. They keep taking me down. I can't even see my friend's Instagram. It's not fair. He was flipping out. I was as I was getting ready. I was like, "Oh, okay, Facebook, the new Facebook." So yeah, scary. They're they're, they're intense. Yeah. The yeah. only way I was able to get around it was I switched my names around. 
Yeah. Mm. So like instead of Taylor Olson, I'm Olson Taylor on Facebook. Wait, do you think Facebook is listening right now? Yeah, Obviously. Listening. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Well, we are on Facebook Live on like four different syndicates. <laughs> well, I love you, Facebook. Hi, Facebook. Yeah. Exclamation point. Like, question mark. Guaranteed, guaranteed when the show is Emoji. over, I will not have a Facebook. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Enough free advertising for Facebook. Uh, Want to be part of On the Rocks on the Road? We are coming for you. This summer we are hosting Out at the Fair. It's a day that we take over the regular straight people county fairs. Uh, so we will be performing, or I will be emceeing at California State Fair in Sacramento, San Diego County Fair. New Mexico State Fair in Albuquerque, and we're adding more cities as we speak. Uh, I've never literally been to Albuquerque, so I'm, I'm a little scared of, of what to expect. Uh, coming up on the show, and I know, Joel, you have a few stories. We have the guys behind the room slash disaster artist. We have Tommy Wiseau coming in with Greg Sestero. That's going to be a crazy... Well, you guys are filmmakers. How crazy is That's that going to be? That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, next <laughs> week we have... Oh, I do have one gay person next week. Sorry, Kurt. Next week we have RuPaul Drag Race star Cynthia Lee Fontaine will be chatting with us next week uh, talking about her Kickstarter and... Um, and I hope we can understand the words that she says. Oh we also have filmmaker Adam Rifkin is coming in to chat about his new film that features the return of Burt Reynolds, who's been blowing up Good Morning America and all that. But Cannibal. He's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So it's his return. And we say with the film director, he's also uh, the film uh, also stars Ariel uh, Winter from Modern Family. Uh, director yeah. and producer Bradley Bredewig from The Fosters is coming in. Also, uh, he's also producing the new Stephen Schwartz ABC musical. Sure. So that's going to be good. And also next week is my gay husband, my straight husband. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> From NCIS LA and Sons of Anarchy, we have Kurt Yeager uh, here to talk about his new series, Personal Space, which is a web series. Whoop, whoop. All right, let me introduce my bestie for the night, singer-songwriter Taylor Olson. Begin to show interest in music, even at the young age of four, constantly dancing to Michael and Janet Jackson music videos, as any good gay boy should. <laughs> he has performed at West Hollywood's Hollywood, uh, Halloween Festival for hundreds of thousands, enjoyed a residency at the House of Blues, performed New Year's Eve on the Vegas Strip, and has collaborated with American Idol's P.S. Toscano. Uh, he effectively mixes rap, you guys, and I'm obsessed with one of the videos we're going to take a look at. Uh, he mixes rap with his sultry singing voice, and he just uh, wrapped up recording his new tracks in Vegas yes. uh, that are coming soon. Welcome, Taylor Olsen! Yay! Yay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So literally, <laughs> like the last week you were in Vegas recording, how many tracks d did you record? Um, about four. In, in the space of what, like five days? Two days. Two days? Yes. I like recorded. I recorded my new single that's coming out next month in about forty-two minutes. Wow! Yeah. Is that good or bad? Uh, I mean, I just knew exactly <laughs> what I wanted when I went in, and I like we did a couple takes of each verse. The chorus is one word, so it's really easy. One but, word. What's the word? Can oh, the really single's well. The single's called "Rude Boy." That's two words. Well, I'm unless not, you say it really fast, "Rude Boy." Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Okay. The way that it's like gonna be advertised is like. It's going to be, anyway, it's going to be one word, but. Well, and we mutually know many rude boys. Yeah, exactly. You're all on call. Which is why, yeah, which is why I call it that, as everyone's been calling me one lately, so I decided to flip it. I know why. Ah. <laughs> um, but how is it to work in Vegas? Like, why do you go to work in, in, in Vegas? I go to Vegas because the studio that I go to, uh, Level 9 Studios, shout out, um, they are super accommodating to me. It's good. Vegas in general. It's weird because everyone looks at it like it's this huge party city and why would you go to work while you're in Vegas? Vegas is like, if you're not on the strip, it is such like a low key, very relaxed like town. So I like going there because I get a break from LA. Cause I feel you like I have the distraction. I totally get yeah, that. It's yeah. a huge distraction being here because I'm like, well, my friends are right down the street. Like, did they want to come over? Like, do they want to hear the new song? Like all this stuff. And when I'm in Vegas, it's like, I can turn my phone off just work, do like 10 hours sessions each day and just 
get everything done. Well, I'm really excited because I know you've had a lot of stuff going on in your life, yeah. um, and you know you you have hit after hit, and people just love it. <laughs> but you have all this emotion, all this stuff going on, and and you were in the studio, and you like texted me some sneak peeks, and I was really excited. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I definitely was. I definitely loved sending you those. Those were those were good stuff. I can't wait to. Well, and I'm like the real radio like host. If I get something that's sent to me and I don't like it, I, I can't pretend on air. I'll be like, I loved your album. <laughs> <laughs> you have such a talent. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, and like Andre, getting to know you and your music was just, I mean, boom, boom. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to learn from you. Thank I'm you. ready to do my own rap album. Work. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, it's going to be called Taco. One word. <laughs> I'm hooked. Taco. Already, it's a big seller. Yeah. It's all, yeah. you know, many people are already saying the word taco in LA, so you know it's good. Everybody, uh, everybody, everybody <laughs> eat it up. Yeah. Weed it? See, weed is not my thing. No, it's everybody will eat it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that I do do. <laughs> no, seriously, like, I'll go to like a Hollywood party. Well, you know, we go to yes. some of the same parties, yeah. and it'll be like, Drugs in one room, weed in the other, alcohol in the other, and I'm just like sitting there with like a plate full of tacos. I'm like, whoop whoop. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but how do you keep your voice like after track after track after track? How do you keep your voice going, especially because it's so dry there? It is. It's extremely dry. I I have all the like all the teas, all the like vitamins, all the emergencies. Like I take airborne every morning, emergency every morning. And then I try and drink as much. It's like really, it's like, it, there's nothing special to it. I just try, or at least like I try to do a track of like rapping first and then another track of singing to give like both voices a break since I rap and sing in two different mm -hmm. like tones and voices. Well, and Andre, you do that too because you sing and, and also rap. Yeah. And I love the transitions that you guys have between the two because it makes for this like combination burrito of, of goodness like it's so great do you ever get like that some people think that it's somebody else like on your track yeah people are like who's that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice like who's that i'm like me me like really i'm like and i have to find yeah, yeah. finally i'm just like at this point i'm like yes it's me yeah like, no, no. <laughs> still me that's sometimes why. i'm just like i'll start going into that voice and they're like <gasps> <laughs> yeah that's the best part it's like oh my god who's who's that rapping i was like that's me they're like yeah Okay, but you just lowered your voice right now, though. Like, yeah. Who's that rapping? It's me. It's me. Yeah. Exactly. See. Yeah. I. I don't know. That's what I do when, when I go to like a drive-through or like when you have to step up to the counter, like at the DMV or ticket counter. I just naturally think I have to have a lower voice, and I wonder if it's like that whole fitting into like a straight man thing. I just feel like I have to lower my voice. Yeah, that's uh, totally accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Graham high, put the high and high voice. I so wish my voice could get that deep. Not even straight. It's just a, pl a pleasing tone. Solo bases. That's hey, true. My voice has never been called yeah. When you get older, though, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You just don't care anymore. Well, that's yeah. true. I, yeah. would, I would agree with that. Because yeah. like, when I first started like rapping, I my first rapping track, I, I think I was just losing my voice because of how low I was trying to go with it. Mm. But like now, I just don't care. Like, yeah. If you got a problem with my voice, then <laughs> don't yeah. listen to me. Well, look, yeah. look how old Ross Matthews is, and his voice is super high. Right. <laughs> I you, I change, you know I what's weird, though, is like as a, as a woman, I... As, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm gay. Yes. Oh, what? Wow. I, sorry, oh this is my coming out. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Whoa. Welcome, welcome. No, I'm so but, happy I was here for this. But like, I have a phone voice, right? So you like, totally do. It, in, <laughs> like sexy in, secretary. In real life, I'm <laughs> I, I kind of shrill, whatever, Rebecca. <laughs> but when I get on the voice, it's shrill. like, it goes a lot higher. It's, oh, it's crazy. Funny. Yeah. Hi, this is Rebecca. How can I help you? That's like a discovery oh, yeah. card yeah. woman like voice, you say right? It, you like Hi. say it with a smile, yeah. and you can hear the smile. It's totally different. I don't know. Do you do that like on purpose, or is it just like it's just second like nature? I Natural. think it 
it's kind of second nature. It started like when I first moved to LA and was like working as an intern. You'd answer the phones. So you're like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it goes Hollywood up. Voice. It goes up. That's kind of what I do when I, when I pick up the phone and it's a number I don't know. I'm always like, hey, how's it going? This is Taylor. Nice. <laughs> I'm just like, decline. I don't answer numbers. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I think I've talked on the phone maybe twice in the last month. I hate talking on the phone so much. It you really fills do. me with anxiety. I hate it same, so same, same. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't Even, mind it. I just, yeah. I'll sometimes I answer, I'll be like, Speaking, who's this? I just, you know, like, I'm speaking. <laughs> As for me, I'd be like, uh, he's not available. My help, take a message, and yeah, I can't. But some area codes, I'm like, why? Why are they calling me? And then you know, it's like, just don't answer it. Don't want to get. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a, yeah. we have the stu- our studio Mount Excellence is up there right by the Hollywood sign. So we have people that come in sometimes, and mm. they do numbers every once in a while. Someone doesn't know the numbers. You have to like, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm quick to like, just roll the dice. Yeah. Like, if, oh, by the way, <laughs> if Spectrum calls me one more time. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> they call me every week and go, "Hey, so we have a TV package." I'm like, "Listen, let me tell you something, right? Unless you, <laughs> I did, like, I did give me a beat for I'm this like, one. Unless you get the Direct TV football NFL package that gets all the games right, don't call me anymore." She's like, mm. "What?" I'm like, "Put that down and type it in. I'm here, type it. All right, don't call me anymore because you're wasting my time." Okay, you've already scared me, and I don't even work yeah. for Spectrum. <laughs> and she's like, uh, "Do you watch football though?" I'm a big football fan. Okay, believe it or sports. not, I am such an avid football fan. Like, yeah. I am a real fan. Obsessed. Follow the teams. I follow the games, mm-hmm. and it's not just for the for, for the pants. But like, nope, no other game man believes that I'm no, really into football. football. I will sit there and watch I'm a game, shocked. and I'll get I, I I have the jerseys. I have I have the keychains. I have the 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 gym bags. Yeah. <laughs> gym bag. <laughs> um, but like, I love football I love so football. much. I'm the re- I'm the most at regular man guy gay guy. Like uh, the people I work with, I work with m- my label, which is with currently distributed with uh, uh, Priority Capital. I, everybody I work with in this industry, music in, in, industry people, a lot of a lot of straight guys, mm-hmm. a lot of you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of girls and groupies. I'm just a regular guy. Like I know more, and, and I'm more into fo- sports and football than them. Like you know, I'll be like, did you see LeBron's guy? Play? They're like, <laughs> dude, we've been in the studio. I'm like, okay, well you should check out. You yeah, do it. How about that? So <laughs> I love, love football. Me too. Yeah. Mm. All right. It's a well, chess then with football, yeah, yeah. People don't realize, and the it's game chess. goes by. I think yeah. quickly, and everything can turn at the. And I love it when when people realize when someone if you, people and when someone realizes when the time that, some, that the quarterback throws the ball, you have anywhere from one to three seconds to throw it. The direction of the wind, the speed of the momentum of the guy coming, and you see the chess match that's going on on another level. Pay Manning showed me that <laughs> that that game that they're playing. It's like playing chess. It's beautiful in that art and that, and that aspect of it. So that's what I like about it. All the other crap around it kind of gets you lost. But when you look at it and you go, okay, if he doesn't look this guy off at this point, at that second, then he's going to do, you know, and you have a 300-pound man is going to just flatten you. <laughs> Friday night for me. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen the... Uh... <laughs> oh I, like the I like the locker room. I don't like football, but I like the, the, the locker room. See, but it's that energy. <laughs> and you know, there's like a pop culture that's happening, on the, especially now that we know so much about the players. Like Tom Brady, I wanted, uh, I wanted the Patriots to not win just because of him. Because it's like, take your bullshit. Shit, health, your fancy wife, and your 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 cap teeth. Like play the game. And okay, it's but not hold about your up, ego. hold up. Have you seen the Tom Brady like doc series on Facebook? Unfortunately, yes. I think it's actually really good. I mean, okay, I'm saying that from like a <laughs> but documentary. He's, but he's hold like on, the Beyonce. I'm, I need to pour a drink. So, <laughs> multi multitask girl. Yeah, come so, on. Oh, um, she knows. Believe saying, me, I have seen. It. She's playing coy right now. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying this in hopes that somewhere Peyton Manning's listening because he's my he's my shiro, right? Like. Aww. He's the reason why I watch the game, right? Tom Brady's amazing. He's a great quarterback. But he has Bill Belichick behind him and the best team, right? And he's gotten whiny he, over the last couple of years. Oh, I'm sorry, he's gotten exactly. super whiny. And at the end of the day, if you take Bill Belichick away, you, you stop it, right? Peyton Manning redefined it. He made it 
and he did it with a horrible team in a horrible place you know, I mean, did it by himself, took four neck surgeries, rebuilt it, rebuilt himself, came back again and did it through learn to do a whole new thing all over again. Right. Without with he is it. So I do. I'm like you when he, I want him to lose. And I'm sure he's listening to me one day. He's like nothing personal, but really, come on. You're not paid man. You can't spell him. I don't care about your championships you won, right? It's a team game. Thank you very much. And Peyton Manning also has done so much for the community. Yeah. Um, and he's got such a great attitude. He mm-hmm. does fun commercials that make fun out of himself. He knows he's a sports player. He does that very well. He makes millions of dollars, but he knows where his place is. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'm here to have fun and, you know, play the game and make a few people smile. <sighs> All right. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm in so much shock of how much you know about football. No, I, I love it. So my number one uh, team is Steelers. Work. Then it's the Chargers. I didn't nomad. realize this was Sports Corner. I was legit <laughs> like, can you imagine? Well, you I should. And you guys will be right back on but ESPN. There, but there are a million gays and LGBT, LGBT community that likes football that was like, it's un- literally I'll be out because I'll hang out with my girls like Shangela. I'll hang out with mm-hmm. some of the girls that just in certain places. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes they look at me like I have 18 heads. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go out on Sundays when I'm in, I live in Los Angeles. So sometimes they want me to invite me out with the Abbey or they want me to go out. And I'm like, I can't, I'm watching the game. Yeah. And they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, really? I'm like, no, really. Stop. Yeah. I'm the and same, so, but I love going to sports bar. But then the friends I bring, like they lose interest, mm-hmm. and then they get wasted by the end of the game, and they're putting on their makeup at the bar. And I'm just like, mm. and get mad at me. They get yeah. mad at me. Like, can't you record it later? I'm like, no, because it's done at that point, and every every alert, you know what I mean. So, but there are a million people out there. That's I think as we as as we as a culture move forward, people realize these stereotypes that we put up is not always true. Well, and that's what, what, what your project's about, too, is like listening to people and understanding our differences and how we're alike and how there's a lot of differences. We're all pretty much assholes, and that's, pretty much. <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's all there is to it. Except for you, Kurt. He, he was asleep. <laughs> all right. So he's a straight guy. Very straight. Hello, fo- look at his outfit. Are you, are, you football, are you a football fan or basketball? He's a, he's a Dungeons & Dragons fan. Um, I actually like the Lakers. Work. So. Okay. LeBron is coming. Graham. Yes, I heard, I heard Are that. Are you a football or basketball fan? Or baseball or soccer or lacrosse? Yeah. He's a housewife uh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing I really followed, and it's sad, I'm not even doing it now, uh, college basketball was my thing, but I've just kind of fallen out of following sports, so I'm yeah. kind of against the general stereotype. I don't have, like, a team or anything, but... All right. I think, but, to, I think to yeah. a degree, sometimes the sports world doesn't reach out to our market. The game market sometimes, and 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 not, mind you, you can Google it. Pink money. We are a billion dollar industry. I don't think that just we are talk marketed about that, to because if you look at this, and it's changing now, but if you look at the psychology when you grew up, the gay kid wasn't the kid in sports, wasn't the kid that was. So it's a it's ingrained that they don't come for us. And we're not going to see the games. We're not spending right. money on the merchandise. So the, why cater? Why why no? It, someone's going to change that. Someone's going to realize we have the most. We have, we have a lot to of start going to the games, and they should be inviting us because if we come, we're going to be the we're going to be spend the most money, be the happiest, be safe not violent and have the most fun and they're going to live it so somebody some team's going to get it and well they started to do pride nights like Dodgers had uh, a pride night and I was at some of the hockey games and basketball games they've been having pride night so go see sports even for just for the <laughs> sports come see Chablis games. that they come, have and the sports bar. come see the gay industry the gay market we love you yes oh, anyway. Absolutely. we love you I love you four times a day okay uh, <laughs> let's take a little peek so I'm obsessed with Taylor's video uh, Bad For You it's it's a, it's a song that you kind of re-recorded kind of yeah Um. no that's uh, uh, this one, this one, I originally recorded as a rapping track, and then decided to do it as just kind of like a soft, like singing track. Uh, that's actually inspired by like a text that I sent to my ex at the time, actually. 
let's take a peek because I I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with the look of the video and I'm I'm obsessed with uh with the different sounds going on. Let's take a look at Taylor Olson in Bad for You. Just forever broken by your words left unspoken. You guys are so sexy, and I'm telling oh, you, wow. if you feel like you don't want to like face the day in the morning after you brush your teeth, do that into the mirror. I'm not kidding you. You feel like a thousand dollars. Or if you come up at four in the morning, there's like a pepperoni here and like some strange boy, and you're like, oh, God, I have to face that. Do that in the mirror. It it fits so many, but it gives it this like energy, and uh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank yes. you. Yes, and I love that you don't have to play with like you're a gay singer, but you don't have to play like the gay story. And Andre, no. I want to talk to you about that. Do your do your gay following expect you to to do a gay video and a gay song and do the gay party anthem? I think sometimes, yeah. Like I got actually a lot of people that were very confused by the video. They're like, "Wait, why is there? Why are you? Why is your love interest a girl?" And yeah. I'm like, "Why not? Like." Why not? Why not? Like I'm. It's, it's a, a story. We all have a, stories. It's a story. I'm playing a character, and that character just happened to be straight. Like with sorry. great hair, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> do you know one of one of? I got three emails, fan questions. How do you do your hair in the morning? Oh what you? I get the most ridiculous emails, you guys. Okay. I'd love to hear your styling tips. Yeah, that no. Was my <laughs> Graham, yeah. Yeah. get that lift. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, first you have to go to my girl. Her name is Alyssa Elliott in West Hollywood, in West LA, not West Hollywood. Um, I shower and then I <laughs> there's a plus. <laughs> just step one. Um, start there, Graham. Oh. Yeah. Start Graham. Please, Graham. So it's a, it's a small room. Lift. Please, looking yeah. for that lift. You just <laughs> yeah. have to shower. So okay. Um, if I shower, I'll if shower, and then I do round brush my hair, blow dry it, and then I put a little bit of hairspray in, and then I blow dry it again, and then I put pomade in, and then I hairspray it one more time, and then so I like work. light blow dry it, and then. How long I, does that take? Exactly. Who oh, has time wow. for that? <laughs> I make time. Oh, I, I got yeah. confused after this first blow dry. Um, there's there's a lot of blowing that takes place for my hair. Yes, I, it's I don't excel at it. <laughs> it takes about like it takes about twenty minutes. Just do what you do in wow. first. Yeah, <laughs> looking good takes work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes about yeah. twenty minutes, and then you throw on some eyeliner minutes. and then leave the right bathroom. Yeah. I just staple right mine in and I'm good but, to go. But, it, but everybody everybody gagged for his hair already, so he's always he knows no. It's always on point. Doesn't matter. I was trust me. I'll be late. I'll be like this. 
<laughs> and Graham has it easier. Just like a little buff yeah. and a little shine, and you're 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 good to go. Just walks That's what right I out the door. <laughs> yeah. See, like three months ago, though, I actually buzzed my hair all off. Oh. And then, for some reason, everyone lost their shit. It yeah. Was so okay, your weird. hair grew that fast in three months. Yeah, my hair's a weed. Wow. Wow. Damn. He's a chia pet. Look for the Taylor Olson chia pet <laughs> coming in May. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Test Loop. Test Loop is the only way to travel in luxury from Orange County, Los Angeles to San Diego, Palm Springs, and now Vegas. By the way. So you take your test loop, go to testloop.com, four routes, leave a day, tell them on the rock sent you. You guys, it's the best way to travel. It is so affordable. You can't even believe it. And you get your own little pod seat. You get your own little uh, TV. It's it's so wonderful. Go to testloop.com, tell them on the rock sent you. Pride shoes. Pride shoes uh, is the shoe to wear for transgender, uh, gay pride, bear pride. Wear them to, to pride this year. They're so cute and they're so comfortable. Uh, thank you, pride shoes. And they also give a portion back to the community. Panache Optical Gallery, luxury sunglasses and eyewear, Retro styles, new styles, anything you want, custom with sunglasses, uh, check out Panache Optical Gallery. We love them. And, of course, Spunk Lube, our tried and true sponsor from day one. A little dabble do you. Gay straight in between. Uh, it, it, it all works, even if your car needs a little rev up in the morning. Spunk. We love Spunk Lube. It's a small company that competes against the, the bigger players, and I love that. And I love that they've been uh, a sponsor since, since our day spunk. one. Yes. Also, Bullholland <laughs> Distilling is our celebrity liquor here. Uh, it's made here in Los Angeles. They do gin, vodka. Um, and whiskey, of course, co-owned by Walton Goggins, who came in uh, and did this what? with himself. Yes, he sat here, he partied with Very us, cool. and of course, the other uh, co-owners, Johanna Cassidy. You guys, um, oh. so we're having another celebrity uh, on-air tasting coming up soon. But Mulholland Distilling, Spirit of Los Angeles, and good times and in bad, all will drink. If not water, then make a Mulholland. Go to MulhollandDistilling.com. Let's get the show on the road. Let me formally mm. introduce our amazing panel. Andre Excellence has emerged as one of America's most intriguing new artists. His music. Music is a multi-genre blend of hip-hop, uh, progressive house, EDM, and urban music influences. He has recently released I'm Coming, his highly charged club-banging EP of truly excellent music. Get it? Bah, bah, bah. It is the soundtrack <laughs> of his life, being released in partnership with Priority Records, Capital UMG, the legendary label behind NWA, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt, and Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Uh, features five party tracks, you guys, and you have to check them out. And it marks the introduction of Andre as a Priority Records, Capital UMG artist, and his message is crystal clear excellent season has begun did you like that can yes. i be in your next video yes. can i do that in the next video you want to be in the next video yes oh my god every artist can i be in your video can i be in your web series like i just want to be uh, andre has teamed up with a number of artists including rupaul's uh, drag race uh, manila luzon and you guys have to check out this video it's so fun um and he's released a teaser video that starred him alongside fashion entertainment mogul and reality star black china as a hint of what's coming which maybe you can give us some info maybe you can't my mama yeah. yeah, my girl. Yeah, you you guys are tight. Yeah. Uh, as an openly gay artist, he uses his lyrics and beats to unite. Welcome, Andre, to the show. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you found us. I'm so sorry for the maze. Uh, Joel Craig. Joel Craig uh, hit the scene as a registered nurse by day and actor by night. He has a, he played a nude extra in Sorted Lives. <laughs> that, that must have been fun. Hey. Yeah. He's also a graphic novelist, you guys, releasing his latest book, Journey to Gaytopia, in which Madonna is kidnapped by Mae Dunaway, the evil twin sister of Faye Dunaway, and whisked away into a science fiction and alternate parallel universe, Gaytopia. I love Joel because he's he's like a fellow Star Wars person, a fellow Trekkie. Oh, you love Star Wars? Yes. Oh. He's making money off of being a nerd. Okay. Hey, Attention, y'all. Uh, <laughs> and this graphic novel is just the follow-up to his first graphic novel, Welcome to Nursing Hell. Oh, a memoir of his first two years on the surgical floor. So many stories. I did an article with you in Barrel Magazine. Welcome, Joel Craig. Thank you. Hey. Thank you very much. 
And the true nerds of tonight, the documentarians. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, that, that's like said, a show in itself. He too. said the true nerds. Yeah. Like yeah. Noah Wiley's going to be producing <laughs> the documentarians. I love it. Uh, Graham, a straight man with a flair for button-up shirts, works at Altimeter Films <laughs> with, with projects such as Citizen Jane, Battle for the City, Scotty, The Secret History of Hollywood, Studio 54, Beyond the Velvet Rope, and Jean Nouvel. Did I say that right? Yeah. Reflections. Reflections. Uh, previous projects include Herzog and Company. CNN's Emmy-nominated uh, the 60s, the 70s, in addition to Lady Valor, uh, the Kristen Beck story. The son of a deaf man, Graham thinks listening is a gift that should not be taken for granted, and we're going to talk about his project. He is joined by his cohort, my friend for many years, Rebecca Breithop, uh, raised in the Midwest, drawn to capturing the unique stories of salt, uh, salt of the earth people through creative nonfiction. Can't pay the bills, but making amazing, amazing stuff. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen, sister. Uh, I'm kidding. Rebecca's first documentary feature, My Amityville Horror, which was one of the first guests that we had on my ever first podcast here, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, I think so. It was like oh. the third episode I ever did. Uh, My Amityville Horror, which in itself, you guys <laughs> check out the trailer still on YouTube. Uh, so great. Uh, Open to favorable reviews both domestically and internationally. And her second feature, Dark Side of the Mountain, is currently in post-production. In addition to her film work, Rebecca is a producer at uh, Eisenberg Group, creating online content for all things Microsoft, including Windows Mixed Reality, HoloLens, Surface, Education, and Word. Edge, among others. That sounds like a RuPaul like all-star cast yeah yep. hololens edge like i don't even know what, i don't even know what i said none of those things are real i just made it up <laughs> could be Good for you. like their talent yes. oh. Working on the prison. Oh. so their joint project which we're going to talk about today straight white guy listening is a five-part mini documentary and podcast series that follows a straight white man as he listens to people from different walks of life and i do mean different walks of life uh these earnest and conversational interviews explore contemporary topics with an emphasis on empathy empathy in today's po political climate? Get out! Uh, Graham refrains from defensive commentary and instead actively listens, creating a space for the guests to explain their point of view without reproach uh, or... or or second-guessing. The show's goal is to both create a platform for disenfranchised voices and to explore the act of listening, which I have to do a little bit more in my life, I will be honest. Welcome our panel of talents! Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's you. Okay, question <laughs> opener for, for all you guys. At what point did the spark become so great that you just had to put the pen to paper or you had to make that life decision to say, okay, I'm going to do it now because we all have ideas. There's a hundred ideas right outside the window. But to actually say, I'm going to sacrifice my income, my social life, my family life, my love life, uh, be naked in front of the world, that takes some, <laughs> that takes some, some you know, rack attacks happening. At what was that spark that made you guys decide to, okay, I'm going to be public and I'm going to do something? Don't all jump uh, in at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, ours had a pretty clear genesis. It was the 2016 presidential election, which, as we all know, was very troublesome in a lot of aspects. Was it? Yeah, it was uh, troublesome. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I'm going to assume for everyone here. Or was it? Because I've heard more voices from younger people than I ever have in my whole political history. That's true. Mm. Yeah, well, I think that's I mean, I'm just throwing thing. that out there. Of course it was... Well, I mean, what, no matter where you fall in the political spectrum, because, I mean, we come from the Midwest and the South. I mean, we know a lot of people that vote the other way, but everyone is a little frustrated. They feel like they're not connecting. Yeah. So Becca and I were like, hey, we, we want to do something. And uh, it was a very real thing, trying to create some healing, some, 
some dialogue between people. And, of course, people like me, straight white guys, are on TV. Uh, we're usually the president. And uh, <laughs> we're usually running the Nine out of ten times. Nine out of yeah. ten times. So we're like, hey, what if somebody that looks like me uh, went to different people that don't have that same experience and just listened to what their life is like and not judge them, not be like, wait, 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 but what about this? See, I think a lot of programs that have, let's get the other side to hear what they have to say. No, you don't. You just want to have a heated debate to make a viral video clip. You just want to make somebody look stupid no matter what side you're on. And that's what the point of it is. And which, yeah. I, which I love about your series, which you guys, on, you have to check it out on YouTube. It's literally a listening conversation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm the biggest culprit because I love talking and I love talking over people not to to be rude, but because I'm so engaged with what they're saying, I, I can't wait for them to finish what they're saying so I can come back and say, I'm so invested in what I'm saying. I want to keep this going, but it always comes across rude. Well, I was going to say, if you watch episode one, you'll learn that is one of the first things you should <laughs> oh. not do. Mm-hmm. It's we, But we all do it, right? Like, um, yep. we are all waiting to jump in. I just did it to you. <laughs> we're wait, we're but we have to, to because then we're not going to be heard. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Something's yeah. going to mm-hmm. pass us by. But you guys as documentarians, like you being filmmakers, you, you should be making, you know, the Michael Bay movies and, you know, have two pools <laughs> on your first floor of your house. Oh, I'm sorry. We do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but I've been to your pool. We had to blow over. it up. We yeah. had to blow it up and fill it with our own bottled water. Um, but, My but, cats but, live so well. Yes. Actually, oh your God. cats get treated better than your guests. I was like, do you mind if I sit on the sofa? No, you cannot. cats? That's for the have cat. 42. Um, three cats? Two three. cats? Three? I've got, three. Right. I'm sorry. I used to have three. Now I have two. Bless you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, of course. But her cats are so cute because she has such oh. a big heart. She rescues them. There's like a cat without a leg. There's a cat okay. with like without a soul. <laughs> There's a cat on its 10th life that she took in. You know, yeah. she's just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Once a turtle that said it was a cat, she's like, come come on. (laughs) But as documentarians, to choose this documentary life, unless you're winning an Academy Award, which does not mean success and money, by the way, just because you get an Academy Award for a documentary does not mean that, why would you choose this crazy life? Well, I mean, uh, well, at least for the project that we do. So, I mean, we work in documentaries as a professional career, which is one thing. It's a great way to tell stories. But as far as straight white guy listening... We are like, we wanted to make some statement. We want to explore something. And the cool thing about documentaries is you could do it with your phone and some editing software. You could just go and tell the story. And that's, I think, something that we really believed in because we didn't want to spend like a year going around trying to find people to fund us or to do this. Yeah. We, we, ha- we said, we have these resources. Let's tap into it. And we would talk to people and mm-hmm. ask them if they would participate. And they were like, yeah, I believe in this too. Let's do this. And so documentaries are great in that they take almost nothing to get started. Mm. And you can finish it by the time you would normally be like doing your third draft of your script or (laughs) working with your fifth producer that dropped out. So, I mean, I think that was something that we really appreciated. And it makes you more vulnerable. We're telling real Mm. stories. We're not, I'm not just a white dude in my office, like, oh, then this guy does this over here. And I, your latest, like, Esquire column, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where all did you go to talk to these Um, people? We went to, well, we did two in LA. We went to Sacramento. We went to San Francisco. And we went to New York. Mm -hmm. I think what you're doing is brilliant. It's smart. In this day and age of the the Netflix, Apple competitor, Hulu world, where content, 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 where I don't have to go to TV and pick Channel 7, I can pick wherever I want, 
people want to in YouTube, you people want to hear different stories and telling that world is going to continue to get bigger. I do get what he's saying. You get in a documentary world. I have a friend of mine. Uh, used to be old roommate. Uh, excuse me, neighbor Andrew Napier. I think he won an Oscar for a documentary, and he was saying to go in to do real movies. He was having an issue because everybody's like, "Oh, you documentaries, you can do both." So that's a challenge I have. But as we get bigger and bigger and more content, it's there. You're gonna have the, your market is now. I can find what I want when I want it. You get smart. You get to tell real stories. I love document good documentary. But talking about that, that it's so easy to output material. Andre, do you think that YouTube and the market is so saturated? SoundCloud is so saturated with so much music output. Literally, I can make a music video from my bed. Um, <laughs> I did that. No, I, I, but, I, but I know, and it was, it was a great video because it was a comment on social media, yeah. but there's so much content. How do you keep your voice relevant, and how do you, how do you be seen among all this, or is there too much output? There is too much output. Well, do you, I'm going to take it back. Do you know why American Idol, the original iteration, was great and Simon was great? Because Simon would tell you, you're not good enough. This doesn't work. You, I get what your family told you. I get what your mom told you. Hey, stop it. Right? What, 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 what else what should you be doing? This isn't right. Mm-hmm. So you've got an age where we've made everything able for everybody to do, so you have everybody doing it. Totally. How do you stand out? So I'm still dealing with that. Like, for instance, you know, this EP is there. Even the people over at Priority and over at Capital, they're looking at it. We did, I've done a million streams in two weeks. Over on Spotify, they're killing. They're like, "What the fu- what the hell?" Is- they're like, "What's happening?" They're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been testing these records. I've had those records for a couple of years. I've tested them. I know. I've gone places to that market. I know their hits. You guys catching up? I'm okay. Catch up because I didn't want to release things and they not get the response. I have a couple of records. Uh, Pull down old things. I did. I did a. Re- I did a song called um, Game of Thrones where I had. Um, uh, uh, Courtney Act in it, and we did whole the whole Gaga video, court, car, bananas, mm-hmm. all other places in the world, and it got no traction. If I don't put the money behind it like that, a lot of money, and you're talking about a couple hundred grand to really yeah. take it. That oh. uh, let, let's be clear, yeah. say what you want, right? It's a co- it's money to to make money. It's Unless un- you become that one five or ten twenty person lightning strikes at the right time because whatever you're gonna get, you get ignored. So. I learned that, and it killed me as an artist. Because I said, take off I thought I clothes and do, but, then do I'm, but then, but that's not my. I'd rather be true to me. <laughs> no, I, I know, but he's being facetious. Yeah, well, no, but I'm serious you saw, because but my just, my husband, he he's a musician, and he did this song called "Wet Bad Boys Black Leather," and yeah. I was in the video, and it got like a lot of views. I saw that but, video. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't recognize you with the clothes on. But, it, but yeah, I mean, if that's not you, but then I, okay. But yeah. for me, I like to. I want to make music. Regardless of, I don't want to make gay music. I don't want to make straight mm-hmm. music. I want to make hit records and hit music. Uh, uh, Elton John made hit records. I want to make records. I want to compete and be one well known as one of the greats that ever did it. I don't want to make gay records. Uh, and, and that doesn't mean my records don't aren't like, I am gay because I am who I am. That is who I am. But I'm just making hits. I'm making hits that'll come that are, that you can compare. I don't Jay Z, Britney, Beyonce, bring it. I'm bringing it, right? I'm about to come, right? So when I say excellence season begins, I'm like, I'm coming for you. Yes. I'm making hit records, and I don't care. And and once I get out of that mindset, I'm just making hits. If you are our our culture, our people love me because I'm gay. Okay, great. But let's just make records hits. I think that's the one thing we don't do as a market. I don't just like I don't want to hear Lil Wayne talk about the vagina all day long. I don't want to hear. I don't think that the straight guy wants me to talk about. Eating asses and shit like it's just, you know I, mean? I just make hits. Well, and I ha- I hate PDA regardless, <laughs> gay straight. Don't do it. Yeah. So right. I think that that's what it is. But yes, it is very hard. And and so now through happenstance, through meetings and connect, you know the right people in the right time, place. So like whoa, where you know I got my deal 
they distribute not just me they offer to distribute me my entire label anybody i want to off of one record which is going to come out soon 15 seconds in the first record they're like stop stop i got it where the hell have you been I'm like, dude, I literally, my house is a mile away from you. I walk past you every day. I go to Avalon. I perform at Tiger Heat across the street from you all the time. Not Tiger Heat. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Ray, I, I perform, I'm actually performing next month. I'm going yeah. bur- to burn where? it down. Nice. Um, end of April, I'm going to kill it. Body it. One, one, my, one, my, last, one last free performance because after that, the price is going to go up. But I'm going to do it because Tiger Heat's in my go. house. No, no. Let's yeah. all go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. It's at your house? No, Tiger Heat's in my house. It's my home. Oh, okay. It. We're, love, we're, it's we're the all only going. place I can go <laughs> where I'm I, down. I if, if tomorrow, if you go there and you listen to them play, let's say, applause for Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And they're the only place in the plural. I've, and trust me, I partied the entire world. I say it's the soundtrack of my life. This is just about me at partying and where the experiences I bring. It's the only place I can go where they go, I wait for the applause and people are going, wow. And it's just that raw energy, you know? And there's gay, straight, women, men. Just fun. You have the, the music on the big screens. Ray's playing new records. And I get to see what works, what doesn't work, what people like. And they're changing. You know, I, I, we can have a whole side conversation about the LGBT market, Q market, and the older crowd liking house and liking her and even when you go there you're listening to time capsule songs i love whitney I, but you know what why can't i get some drake in a goddamn club excuse my expression mm-hmm. you know what i mean but if i go to tiger heat if it's hot and it's trending it's gonna play rap hip-hop pop they'll play country and i love that i get it's a it's an experiment for me so yeah i performed there a couple of times anything they ask me to do i'm gonna do within reason i'm gonna go next month and perform and i'm gonna burn the place down well and- we will definitely be there <laughs> but it's so weird that there is an ageism within the lgbt community which yes. is so weird because you'll date somebody 40 years older than you if their wallet is big enough I mean, but you won't like listen to the music i mean i mean it's it's, it's just so weird but there's so much more than like ageism in the, in the lgbt community well, yes. it's like well the thing is it's also there i i'm gonna say this i don't even care what i get back from it it's oh like, be careful because last time you were on the show my phone blew up after you were on the show i mean I, whatever to that too like it, the Hi. thing is, is like yeah haters <laughs> still blowing up my instagram i don't care um <laughs> the thing is is like i feel like as a gay artist it is 10 times harder than if a if i had funding from a sugar daddy if i had funding from my parents if i had funding from wherever i got it that money is the only thing that matters in the industry. If you don't have a label, if you're an independent artist, the money is the only thing that matters. You literally could not know a G chord from a C chord and what key you were singing in, but if you had a hundred grand to drop on a single, you will be playing everywhere. You will have like at least 16 remixes. You can buy your music, social media followers. You will have, you will have 300. That's the problem with music in general. It's not just the gay market. It is the problem with music in general. It, we're gonna, it's working itself out. So I, I can mean, come in. And, I, I, trust me, I get people come up to me all the time because I work with, and they're just putting record, and they're like, Abby's record, and they have come with the momentum and money, and, the, and you can make a hit. You can, I can come in, and I know producers that will come in and make you sing when you can't sing and make you good. The problem is, over time, you might be able to do it once. They can, you're, you're pretty much the machine. What you, how, can you, it, it, how are you going to continue to do it? So you're right. It's hard because you need funding and you need to do it, but straight, yeah, it, it's just we need to figure that out. Music is the only industry where I can go me a multimillionaire, billionaire without any talent because I put money and technology has made it to where we are. And we don't require it. To go be a doctor, to go be a lawyer, to go be, you know, I have to go through school, I have to go through mm-hmm. a process. Right. Right. I'm listening to artists now, especially in rappers, rappers go and they disparage uh, the greats. Whether it's Biggie or Tupac, or I'm listening to the, the what's the article on, and again, I don't have an opinion on that. You say what you want. You let's live that down. The, the artist Little Zan, and he mentioned um, something about Tupac being boring, or what is that? And he's getting feed, he's getting 
blowback and he's having to run from like high school kids chasing him he doesn't understand why because you are not allowed to you're not allowed to do that it's that'd be like if a scientist came up if, if uh, elon musk came up and goes you know that einstein he's boring and old and you know e, e equals mc squared you wouldn't be you'd be laughed out so that's what we need to weed out and i think over time we're trying to figure it out but he's right it's very very hard it made me almost go a little bit crazy when i'm like i know i drop smashes and hits mm -hmm. i'm seeing the reception and i can't get that response because i don't have the money to make it go above the nonsense you have those days where like you're literally like what am i what am i doing like, and then, but somebody like you like joel you said like somebody takes off their shirt and because they spend 10 hours uh, a day in the gym they have two hundred thousand likes or followers yet I'll, like i could take a picture with tippy hedron who you know worked with alfred hitchcock and charlie chaplin Three likes because nobody knows who Tippi Hedren is because her social media. Oh, like I love it's her. just so weird. Oh, she, a friend of mine wrote she the... can drink, girl. She had, <laughs> she sat in your chair, by the way, and wow. she drank up a storm. Well, this is what we that talked about. This so is what happy. we talked about last time I was here, where it was like I'm. I literally did an experiment on my Instagram, where it was like, you know what? Yep. I'll do a couple posts with my shirt on, and I'll do it where I'm linking my newest single, and we'll be cool. Then I will do one where I'm completely naked. I will link in the, the shower. We saw happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do the same thing. Are it, you full it, frontal? Like, no. Did you hear Joel? He was what? really, he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for medical reasons, he's medically, a, he's a medical professional. He's allowed yeah. to look. No, but it's, it's stupid because like the one where you're showing everything is the one that gets the most likes. Like it's, it's, I mean, cool, it benefited <laughs> me for a day, but it's not that's not who I am. But it's sad that I have to take my shirt off and sometimes my pants to get somebody to buy a song. That's sad. Are, are, are likes like oh. Mardi Gras beads in a way? Essentially. They're just like tossing you beads. And yeah. Like, yeah, all right, I'll take it's it It's going to change. Mm -hmm. Just give me a dollar twenty. And yeah. we'll People are going to get bored. <laughs> <laughs> get bored. Now beauty, listen, for everybody everybody's out there that's about beauty, beauty is fleeting. I will be I'm, I'm pretty right now. Well, I'm going to make sure. I'm but you can be attractive now 10 years from now are you going to be there so the person and i get it there are people i know who've got their following and they just sit there all day doing there's artists i work with and i will remain nameless and they know i'm talking to them because i love them who have all the talent in the world and we all know them and i'm like hey come work on let's music let's work on your craft we're in the studio every day all day it's hard work day, working on records to do this you and guys they're like oh, i'm coming tomorrow easy. they're like oh i'm coming tomorrow and then i'll work up tomorrow and i'll go on instagram and they'll be in their bait they'll be with their shirt off flexing and like i just woke up like this and they've got a thousand likes <laughs> and because of that they think they're doing great okay yeah. great give me wait wait until the next new thing comes in that looks not you you lose a half a step right because it's the same that same industry it was going to go we're not returning your calls. So yeah, it's gonna change. It is hard, but we're trying to change it. Last month I did an interview with um, Martha Wash, who was the voice in CNC Music Factory, gonna rock and roll, gonna ooze us all. Legend. Right, but they didn't give her credit, and they didn't use her in the video, mm -hmm. because she, in their mind, was too old and too heavy. Uh, her history, I mean, It's Raining Men was her song. I mean, her voice is unbelievable, and she is responsible for some of the laws and music changing, saying that if it's your voice, you need to get proper, yep. uh, proper. but she started all that, and it's all about body issue. It's, it's, it's so crazy. So Joel, let's talk <laughs> about craziness. Okay. <laughs> registered nurse by day and yeah. then actor graphic novelist by night yeah. number one I can't even imagine you in nursing school were you always like the class clown like no. here's an extra vertebrae ha ha <laughs> <laughs> no I, I well I, I I made people laugh but I was not like that I wasn't like the class clown but <laughs> You weren't? No. But how did you focus when you have such a creative mind? And, you know, well, how. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, first semester, I was taking a tap class, I was taking a film class, and taking the. In nursing, nursing school? In nursing classes, and I was working, so. Oh, my God. After that, it. Well, after that, it got a little harder, but. Right. Um, and then 
but yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I was liked pretty well. I, was, I made people laugh. <laughs> okay, graphic novelists. Graphic yeah. novels are not known to, number one, have LGBT characters. No. Or something. You know, half the gay men I know can't even read, so to make them like look at a graphic <laughs> novelist is like, They what? can look at the pictures. Yeah, well, that pictures? is very true. There's, there's pictures. pictures. You guys, it's, it's novel, hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. So it's your first book. Graphic, like in content. <laughs> your, your first book literally recounted uh, two years of you working on the surgical floor, and then your new project, Journey to Gaytopia, number one. So, you guys, the premise is centers around Julie. Julianne Moore and Madonna having a half-hour comedy show, um, and you have you and your your counterpart have have a role on that show. Yeah, we got hired for it. We're we're, we're like the we're like co-stars on the Julianne Moore and the Madonna and no the Julianne Moore's name has to come first. Of course, the Julianne Moore and Madonna half-hour comedy show, and then but then um, Madonna is taking classes from uh, Mae Dunaway, the evil twin sister of Faye Dunaway, and <laughs> and she gets kidnapped and she's taken into an alternate parallel universe, and then so Julianne Moore sends myself and Stephen Foster, my friend, and mm -hmm. into this this world to, to capture her. And so I have, in this book, I have, like, I, I have Stephen Foster, a friend of mine, he's another actor. I put my husband in this, who's, you know, a musician. Um, he, uh, I, I put my friend Kathy Taylor in it. She's the character of Kat, and she's, uh, uh, wrote the, the uh, Muslim romance trilogy about her falling in love with a Muslim man 22 years younger than her. I mean, I have all these, these people I put in it that are, uh, that are artists in their own right. So I'm, you know, well, that I wanted them to kind of help me promote it. Yeah. You're listening. <laughs> but how did you come up with this idea? I mean, was it like a night of, you know, vodka? Like, where do you even come up with this idea? Who pairs Julianne Moore with Madonna? Right. Well, okay. Well, Madonna was in my first book, Welcome to Nursing. She's in your whole life. Hell. Like, she is oh. your life. Well, less, a little bit less now. But she oh. was in. She she appeared in my <laughs> yeah. She appeared in my dreams and and welcomes nursing hell. Oh, and um and then so I thought I would bring her back. And then Julia Moore is like my favorite actress of all time. Yes. So I I had to, even over Meryl Streep. Sorry, Meryl Streep. Sorry. <laughs> but um, so anyway, so I I just I don't know how I thought about it, but I I think that the um uh. I wanted to be in a story where I'm like a successful actor. And so I, what better to way than, you know, to create this whole thing. And that's what I did. And this is what happened, what came about. And you guys, it's so fun. Um, and there's there's actually pictures uh, that, you, that you can Google, but buy the book, uh, Journey to Gaytopia, because it's, it's just all over the place. Um, yeah. But it mixes some of my favorite genres, which is, of course, Madonna, but uh, but sci-fi, because you love yeah, Star, Wars. You, Star Wars. You were one of the original Star Wars. The, the original 1977. Yeah. Not, not Phantom Menace 1, like no. the last movie that just came out? I like that. Yeah, I like the last okay. two movies that come out. Which one better? There, there were they're good. I, the the last one was great because of Carrie Fisher. She yeah. had such a good role. I didn't like that Superwoman uh, thing that she did though. That was stupid. <gasps> I like no, that was anything really she does. <laughs> yeah. I like the last one. I've never seen that happen in a movie in a, a space movie where she. It was the only Star Wars I've seen in I don't God know how long. I yeah? didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was different. Yeah, you didn't the know. plot was different. We yeah. weren't trying to. Yeah. Pew, one little thing. To, a, Death yes. star, a Death Star type thing. The acting was so good. Yeah. yeah. The acting I, was so good. I, I, have someone go tell me, I have someone telling me, and they're like, Excuse it's, me? it's not. <laughs> it's, it, Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't seen Last what? Jedi? I've had, okay, well, no. The, what was the one before it? 
It was the, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, Force when Force Adam Driver was on, no. <laughs> there was a lot of awakening. <laughs> yeah, so I saw the Force Awakens and I, I just didn't like it. I so was really I, disappointed. So this I was, was, it was, was okay. kind of done. The Force I, I, Awakens is like yeah. is like Return of the Jedi and, and, and Empire Strikes Back put into one. The, the, this machine that destroys planning, they come back, they figure it out. So this new one, I had Thank someone tell like me that like, I had someone tell me, oh, well, I didn't like this new one because it's break from convention. This is the mm-hmm. only one where I didn't know what was going to happen. You had Luke Skywalker was bad. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm and back in and Star as, Wars. And as, as musicians, mm-hmm. as, as graphic novelists, as actors, mm-hmm. as documentarians, we always have to grow and change up what's happening mm-hmm. because if we just think about doing what's popular now, we're already two years behind mm-hmm. the, the whole scheme. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. like, like that's just what's happening. Um, so what stereotypes about male nurses are true? I just have to know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, that uh, we look good in scrubs. We we do. If you wear tight, good. Um, and you have a, you know, you've been working out. I, I love guess. scrubs because, you know, it's, it's like the male muumuu. Like it covers, oh like God. it just hangs <laughs> and it like, it hides certain things. <laughs> it know? accentuates some other things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, a booty that, man. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um what else? I oh, I don't know. You what what do you think? Tell me something and and I'll tell you if it's true. Like all male nurses are gay. No. 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 I well, no. <laughs> that was weird. Just, uh, I mean, you, you know, there's some people you wish were were gay and then there's some that you're glad they're not but oh but <laughs> so are, are they both passions of yours because i know that the two separate completed well, things question on both, like for me i'm about i always tell people in this day and age on you know, the youth now you talk to people like i don't know i want to do the show but this and i'm like wait stop 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 yes what do you love yes. doing what's your passion uh-huh. what would you do that you love so much you do it for free Tell me what that is, and then tell me we can figure out how to get paid for it. So I ask you because you, mm-hmm. see, you have two well, totally separate things. Yeah, well, writing and acting; those are my passions. Nursing it it, it is a, a means to an end. I do it's what pays my bills, but I do find uh, satisfaction in that uh, over something like maybe if finance or something where because right. uh, I'm working with. I people. was a banker for almost twenty years, if you can believe wow, it. Wow, really? Commercial banker. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Wow. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's so it's it's the people I think, and it. It's a way to connect with people because mm. um, I connect with people in my art, but then also I get to connect with people in in my job, and it's very uh, it probably helps your it feeds it probably my helps your books because you yes. get to meet different types of people and how they behave and stuff. So yeah. oh yeah, and acting is basically mm. looking at, at different lives and making mm. them our own. Plus, yeah. I think you'd be because you're so like okay, like yeah, I think you'd be a great nurse, <laughs> be a great nurse. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking about it. I'm like okay. you can give me you a sponge bath anytime. Came my room. Oh, like, okay. I, shot. Be like, I can see you'd be like I it's could, gonna hurt a little bit. You know, I could start an IV on you. I could I could not make it. It wouldn't hurt. You would like me if I started an IV. Trust me. Like okay. shit. I'd be oh, like, oh, I, I, I'd be like, I don't like needles. I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. We no. have a whole different conversation. You would, Wait, so I have a really, this is gonna sound like a really dumb question. What is like the difference between like a graphic novel and like erotica? Okay, well, graphic, <laughs> okay, I know okay. it's a dumb question. No, no, well, not, not dumb question. The only, the only, guys, no, the only dumb, the only okay. dumb question is the one that asked, not asked. There you go. Well, well, yeah, I was well, gonna no, Google it later, no, but no, erotica is, is like you know Fifty Shades of Grey. They, yeah, they, they, it's romance and it's sex. It's all sex. And it's sex. sex, sex graphic, sex. a graphic novel is it can have sex in it, but it's it's a story told in pictures in cartoons. Okay, it could be anything from you know like a Batman serial to. Um, somebody telling about their their lives, like you guys would 
would have a good graphic novel with some of what you're, yeah. you're, you're the, the stories that people are telling you. Okay, that makes It's like so, a comic book with like meat to it where there's yeah. like the yeah, story and there's it, dialogue yeah. there. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it can yeah. have meat or it may it may just be silly. But yeah. It can be a lot of different things. Okay, perfect. Yeah. You want to hear a good comic graphic novel gives you both it, the, the Batman The Dark Knight Returns which is what was the basis of this Batman for Superman movie. We, we go check that one out. It's pictures but the writing and the whole theory it's we're talking about Russia and nukes oh. and the president. It's it's very very deep content. Just a visual to go with it. Classic Frank best. Miller. I'm with yeah, man. classic, man. classic. I would say uh, Funny <laughs> Home is that Allison? Fun Home, yes, fun that's home? pretty good. Allison Beltstall. 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 I can't say. Well, it we right. had Sarah King <laughs> Carpenter, who is John Carpenter's uh-huh. wife, and she's responsible for. Uh, there's the graphic novel that they put out, but the Carpenters and it, it's huge, and they tend to have their pulse on stuff because they can say stuff through that, just like. South Park can comment mm-hmm. on society through cartoon, mm-hmm. um, and there's so much that can happen in these graphic novels because mm-hmm. it's just a graphic novel. Graphic it's novel. not yeah. real. You know, I've yeah. been thinking a lot about comic book movies because, of course, Black Panther is huge now. But that was a. Character. I wouldn't have put a hundred dollars as if, if if I was an investor. To be honest, in the way that Hollywood was when that movie was starting to get made, I would not have bet any money on it. The success it has now it floors me. Yeah, but I mean, consider this: that character was created in like the 70s, mm-hmm. so they were like. 40 years ahead of everything. Of yes. everything. Did you, I thought you, the same thing too. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you create a character that's protect, that it is relevant today. This is a little couple tweaking, but I'm like, that's it, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. they, they were able to do it because it, didn't, it wouldn't have caught, they couldn't have spent $200 on a Black Panther character, yeah. $200 million 40 years ago. But they spent mm-hmm. all this time developing the story mm-hmm. and this character and But the limited the series, a lot of those comics now, so I'm, I was a big comic fan. Oh, really? The limited series stuff that we're seeing now, the stuff we're seeing now, Black Panther, uh, we're seeing on the Avengers, those are like, I want almost graphic, they will come out with their parallel universe or their side graphics, limited series comics of five yes. issues that Just you like get Star Trek did. as a yeah. graphic mm-hmm. novel. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that they're using. Like all yeah. this mm-hmm. yeah. Avengers and all being with Captain uh, Captain America and they're fighting Civil War. Those were like a whole separate, they pull from everything. But yeah, they, they've had those time that to redo the character. I thought that initially, but I said when it first started, I'm like, mm, but I said, you know what? They're going to give it everything they can. They have to in the age of, You've got movies where you're talking about different cultures, Moana, and different play. You have to give them that opportunity to do it, but they killed it. I mean, yeah, a billion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't think the I've masses were gonna like embrace it as much yeah. as they did because I know diversity is a hot button, but everybody wants to be PC in public. Mm-hmm. But when you have to pay money to go see a movie or to participate in something or go vote, yeah, you know, <laughs> people are different from what they say. It's like, yes, I believe in diversity. I believe in equality. Am I gonna go see a black superhero film? But at the I end of the know. day, it's just a badass film. Yeah, oh it's God, action. Like, well, it's hello, so Bassett's in it. She could do yeah. anything. She could read like a shopping reviews, list. I think the positive. <laughs> If you, if you were on the fence and you were like, uh, and I'm talking to you racists out there, I don't know you, right? <laughs> if you were on the fence and you're like, ah, but then you're hearing the reviews, like the Rotten Tomatoes, you're like, okay, well, it's good. You might go in going, I'm going to hate this shit, and be like, oh, well, this is actually really good. Like, you know, they, they killed it. So, well, it and it's, it's, it's set, yeah, it's opened up and it's, it's really set the, uh, Precedent. I heard. I read something about China, and they thought it wouldn't do well in China, and it's busting everybody's ass mm-hmm. in China too. They're like, "Whoa, That's the numbers awesome. in China are killing people," and they, and they thought China was distinctively going to kill it, going to crush it. And they're like, "Okay, it's, it's making the exec somewhere go. We have to rethink how we do things." Hell yeah, uh, Andre. I just got to say, I really love the way you describe things doing very well, just killing it and burning it down. Like I'm just going to go in that that uh, that venue, and I'm just going to burn it down, man. 
Yeah, I, I think that's a cool. Yeah, I think we should also no, talk it that way. Yeah. I thought, I thought I, there was a point where I was working on other projects and I was producing. I, I produced at a, an, another re- record label that we've kind of uh, through. I learned a lot from that label and it's no longer around. But and we worked with some of the other some of the directors. I worked with. Like you mentioned Manila. I worked with Willem. I worked with Courtney, mm-hmm. um, Shangela. You know, Alyssa. Uh, uh, we did Laganja. T. S. Madison's whole first EP. I wrote wrote most of it right it, it, it's my you know but i stopped doing my stuff because as a rapper being a gay rapper it wasn't it wasn't we the time wasn't right and it, when i put those songs out I put game of thrones workout it didn't get the reception and it drove me nuts and so this all happened I, when we talk about it in december everything changed and i got there and i had that same that moment that every artist wants to hear when the major the head of the major goes this is the, i had to cut whatever you want i got it they cut. They signed my deal and cut that. They cut. The, they signed the deal and cut that my. Lo- they called me, sent us sent over the contract for not just me to distribute for my label. No, I didn't have to do the distribution deal. I didn't have to sign to them exclusively. I can do anything I want. They sent the contract over so perfect on a holiday when the industry closes on December like fifteenth. They sent it over. My lawyer was like, "Did you tell them that I was working this? None of the bullshit was in the contract. It's all done. They were ready to go." And it was the moment where I said to myself, "Okay, I'm not crazy." I know what I'm doing. I got it. And so I laugh. I'm telling people now, I'm like, I, I'm like, I've just posted it on my Instagram. I'm like, I bars for everybody. They they messed up and let me in the door, right? So I'm going <laughs> to blow everybody out the water, right? Your, your issues you're, ha- you're talking about, we have problems because of, let me go and drop some smashes and on top of it, on top of it, and then we're going to come and clean all that shit up. Uh, Andre, I want to play, uh, I, I want to show some of the, the difference of your sound. I want to play Ram It Up first because this is like, gets you pumped and it's like, it's, it's, it's a club song everyone's going to love. And then right after that, we're going to listen to uh, Where Are You? Because it's, it's, it takes everything back and it has such a different sound. Mm-hmm. And this is what I love about the music you're putting out because you're not trying to please any group and you're not just sticking with a formula. Let's play a little bit of Ram It Up, sure. which actually gets me going for the night. But, but <laughs> thank you. See, all I do is rap and sex. Imagine how I show That's the end. This is it. It's the end. The verses on that, it, it, the, the rap, the part of verses where I'm like, um, I want to, the boys want to grab him in the, like Trump taught him. Like the boys, it's just fun. This was, I mean, this was made in a time when everybody was going on that very reggae island vibe. Yes. Rihanna yep. had her, I don't know how to talk to you. And those records, and, and Drake had the hotline bling, and I want to do something, and I don't. I'm not a. I don't. I'm. I don't do fluffy and soft. Like I go. We do things hard. So I'm like my my family's from the island. They're from Trinidad and Tobago. I'm, I grew up in reggae, calypso, soca. So that record is an ode to a Supercat record. Um. Oh, Supercat was like I want a way to off a ramen tub. I wanted that. So I wanted to do something which I felt the necessary next level to that would mm-hmm. be do dance hall. So that was like the dance hall type of vibe, but still island and still giving lyrics and bars. On the EP, you're playing, talking about the Where Are You record. Yeah. Every record on that EP, those are all five different things in five very different genres. Yes. Go Wild is a, a, a remake of a Violent Femmes record. Which I love, yeah. by the way. I love it's, that It's record. that song so that we all love. It, it, it is. So Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Go Wild was that. Um, Holy Ghost was talking about, it's, it's a, that's a double entendre for being in the club and watching people rolling and getting that, that crazy looking like they got the Holy Ghost. But that's almost an EDM <laughs> International World Club record. Yeah. So what would be to me, and that's a record that if I worked with Lady Gaga, that's what I would do with her. It sounds like mm. a Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga record where it's like, so, and the message is, so what if you're gay, so what if you're straight as long as you party, right? Whole, um, off the Drink is the urban hip hop record. That's that, that that's urban trap. Urban trap. What's going on now? You would hear on ra- the rap caviar on Spotify. Or you would hear on Power 105. And then where are you? Is the pop rap 
crossover summer smash with the urban flair because urban hip-hop is the culture now totally. so it's all those different things but i wanted to show listen i like everything i can do everything so um there's an artist I work with, his name is Scheme, he's amazing, and he, he, he coined a phrase like, you're the crossover king. I work with, right now, there's a, th talking about just songs, there's another song, that if, you, if you go look on old stuff, that's called Back It Up, which I put out, and it was, I went to well, Izzy Sanchez, who does um, radio, and he's, he's the guy that promotes and does for radio, he is the one, every Nicki, every um, Cash Money, every Taylor Swift, he is that person that promotes and promo. Like he helped, he's the reason why Lord broke, he is that person. And I met him four years ago and I started, and he met because a radio programmer in LA told him, this guy's dope, what do you wanna do with it? And I met with him in New York, and he's like, I don't, I don't have to promote, I'm the, I'm the one. He's like, I believe something. He called me about that record, and, and after we hit a million, he's like, hey, and I'm like, why is, is he calling me? He called me at, it's called me at 11 p.m. on a Monday, and he's on the East Coast, I'm like, oh, hey, is he? I'm telling the numbers, and he says, and finally he's like, well, you know, I like that record. He goes, and in the conversation with him and my manager, Sean, he says, he's like, look, whenever you get to that point where it's ready for radio, I think that one can break. Radio, it's very, very cut and dry. Each station does it, each its format. This is what it is. I know he's the master of that. He's like, but that can go. And he said it so casually, he doesn't understand how much that made me feel like I wasn't crazy again. He's like, look, you know, I, I believed on Dre since day one, four years ago. How, you know, I, honestly, I felt like you were ahead of your time four years ago based on what it is. But now in the Spotify age, in the Apple music where I can go to a playlist that focuses on what I like, where I like, you can put different things out. Like you're doing stuff where you're singing and you're rapping, you're ahead of the curve because you're just doing what you love and you're in tune with where everything's going. Hate it or love it where you want right now. The number one er, culture of the number one type of music that's hitting is hip hop. Totally. This year. So the fact that you're rapping, you're spinning bars, you're opening up to different, different people. So my show tunes album is going to be postponed for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I, like I have to cover Hamilton, I guess. Well, can yeah. you but, rap show tunes? Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah, like, what are the fundamentals can. of rap? Like, what, what are the basic fundamentals of rap? When, because because rap it, was was po poetry. Uh, rap poetry. came came from poetry word. from Shakespeare mm -hmm. with the I am big picked hammer that had a beat to it. Yeah. It had the tense because then Shakespeare taught the actor that things were changing because the the mm -hmm. beat of the line changed. But so I feel rap like, literally started that. I feel like fundamentals are different to each rapper. Like yeah. every rapper has their own fundamentals that they that they feel is the core of their rapping. Like my fundamentals are probably completely different than others. Well, because we tried to do some impromptu rapping last time you were here. Right. I like. I'm not. Like, it was very sad. It was very. Well, the thing is. <laughs> Like it, I and I even say it too because some people are like, oh well, if you're a rapper, which I don't even identify as a rapper, I identify as a person who sings, writes their own songs, raps when he feels like it, and it's just um, it's in the in the moment of how I feel. No, I do not freestyle. Why? Because I like to be so calculated in the words that I spit because I feel like I have a, so much pressure on me whenever I do say that I'm a rapper. But it's funny. You almost just slipped into a rapper right now yeah. when yeah, you were saying that. Like I heard you were going to start rapping. So this yeah. is a yeah. freestyle thing where I, we all go well, around. The, right, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. I tell people. Straight <laughs> white guy rapping. Yeah. It's yeah. only rap around Christmas time. Hey. Dad yeah. joke. I had to redeem myself. Okay, that was Kurt great. just woke up. That was a joke. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's the daddy joke. Right, no, Kurt, no, Kurt. But no, I mean, like, it's <laughs> and it's, it's super frustrating in that I'm very honest about it. It's like I just don't freestyle. Do you guys come up with the beat first or do you write the lyrics first? Does the process can change every time? Mm. Same. Mm. Like, I will, I think I have about like 20 different, like, freestyle, not freestyles, but raps yeah. on my phone with no beats. And that's so weird out. to me. I'm so structured. Even with both. the show, I, do, I know exactly rap, what stage I'm 
you know, I freestyle is a different type of flow you're gonna get from me than if I sit there and I structure songs. Mm-hmm. So I like, like I take, I'll do a record, some of those records, and it'll take me, I let it come to me. It'll take me weeks sometimes. Sometimes it takes me through four to five minutes. If I go in and you're saying, let's work on a record, here's the beat, this is what we're doing, I can go in and write something. If right. I'm doing a record, it depends on what it is, and I want a big record, I'll take week time, I'll take my time and make it to where it needs to be because I'm trying to reach whatever market and kind of spit. And sometimes it'll flow, sometimes it won't. But you don't always have to freestyle. I mean, I can, but you don't always have to freestyle. I, I, I like that. I, I tell people when they ask me about freestyle, I'm like, yeah, what do you, well, I'm like, look, I'm a musician. One of the one of the wares that I use in my trade is rap. I can rap, I can sing, but I'll make this. I'll play this desk if I need to. I'm, I, that's just one of my trades. I'm a musician because yeah. and we're still we're still trained to like we as a people are trained to close our ears and close, we don't like something. So if I say I'm just listen. a rapper, mm-hmm. you might turn off. <laughs> this is but why Where Are You came out, and I put Where Are You out. And it's the first, we're doing a, we just did a video with I got the the kid is on is a kid named August, 19 year old from the Midwest. He is he is going to be the monster he's gonna be our monster he's 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 what he's that boy band what's missing but still can sing and still has that like he's over um, eight, 18 right he's 19 19? What's his number? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he's a right his now. Pa- his parents would come totally get me kidding. right now. Wait, what did yeah. he say? Akuna Matitis or something? Oh, yeah. Like okay. he's, he's salmon. He's salmon. He's a salmon. But he's like, he's, he's a, a, a monster. And he's like. You guys, I'm just kidding. I don't like him young. But it's so funny because as, as, as singers, Judy Garland, Pavarotti uh, couldn't read music to save their life. How crazy is that? Me as a singer, I need to have the sheet music and I need to hear it a few times before I'll even do it. Some singers can be like, oh, sing it once. Okay, not only can I sing it, but then I can do the harmony off it i'm not that kind of musician music is so weird it's a creative process also think about like when you are listening to a singer most of the time you're not listening to what they're actually saying you're listening to if they're hitting the note if they're doing if they're belting it out if they're showing like this incredible range but when you're a rapper because we're in the industry like even as filmmakers you're not being able to enjoy a tim burton film you're like okay he did this different now he's doing this like Mm -hmm. and as an actor we can't just sit back and enjoy entertainment anymore because we're a part of it and we are looking at behind the scenes that's making it look glossy. Yeah, I like your and show tunes thing. You said something about show tunes. What's the biggest play of what of the last ten years? Hamilton. Hamilton's I, I'm huge. not a big play show tunes person. I, I would never get Hamilton, cast in Hamilton, even though I'm racially ba- part of that cast. But I can't like. But I have was, no rhythm. It was brilliant. He said, "I'm gonna write." I'm like, and my friends look at me. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I could wrote half that in, in a week. I get it, but it's brilliant. You open up a new way of doing things and open up a new market. And, and as an investor, I, he, that's another project. I'd be like, no way, I wouldn't give. You know, just just like it's it's just so different. Right. It's it's just. Oh. I think, I think do, you do your show tunes if you want to do rap, sing, have fun. Don't don't let don't let the don't. We tend to make everybody put everybody in a box as it's we the, as we get more in this inter- internet social media this world. Do everything like I'm. I'm proud of you. You sang. You sang. I spit bars in it. It was so natural. I'm like, okay, all right. I see. You. Well, it's more like the right. authenticity about it. It's like if you like if you're proud of the work that you're putting out and you feel like you're not conforming to what everyone else is doing and you're doing something that makes you feel good and you're proud of, then it it shines and it shows through. But it has to have talent at the root of everything because a lot of people right. it's like, oh, I'm so different and it's it's so weird. <laughs> Joel, I got uh, many questions about your creative process yeah. as a graphic novel. Do you come up with the script? Do you storyboard it first or do you sketch the characters first? Like, what do you do? first well usually it starts with just some drawings and and then i i really rough i draw them out and sometimes i I write a little bit of the story with it sometimes some dialogue uh sometimes it's so it's a little it's not just one thing sometimes it's it's a lot of it's a lot of drawing the pictures first and then uh another time it's i've got this script i've got this these characters voices in my head and they're coming out and they're they're I can't not write them at the moment just because I have you know 
that's not my process. So it, it kind of changes up. Uh, and so nothing is really one set way with this. I had a, a so I was reading like the bi the biography for like Gatopia, and yeah. the only thing that I well I got tripped up on because when I was reading it, I was like, wait, so Madonna and Julianne Moore got a half hour <laughs> comedy show. Yeah. So first of all, I would invest in that by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first of all, here's my credit card. How are those How are those two try, supposed to, try get, to charge anything? How did they get along enough to make a half hour comedy show? I just wanted to know, like you're when I read the whole yeah. thing for it, I was like, this is so out there, but for some reason. In my head, this all works. Because in gay well, sense, anything like that could yeah. work. Two divas, yes, it's gonna well, work. I mean, that would be like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera having a half-hour comedy show. That would I'm never sorry, happen. where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> Julia Moore has to put Madonna in her place, so she yeah. does that. And, and she's Madonna, the only one that really can. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, Madonna was doing a skincare release party in Beverly Hills. Wait, did you did you wait, see what? it? What? Oh yes, I oh, wait. It's called M it's called MDNA or something. MDNA. Right? Yeah. Did you guys see any pictures? I no. saw the no. some of the pictures. She's no. yeah, it's oh, a little odd, so. right? It's a she looks like bit. a space alien. She what? looks like Catwoman right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Was yeah. she British or American at that release? Oh, yes, crossover. She's back to okay, American. Great, 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 yes. great. Wait, did you get, did you get the idea for them doing a comedy show from when she tried to do comedy? Well, I was thinking of when she did oh, uh, Will away. and Grace. She she was on Will and Grace for <laughs> yeah. a couple of episodes. Right. It Madonna made me, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. Two episodes. She played uh, Molly, or no, she played uh, Megan, Megan Molly's Mons. roommate. Yeah. You guys, she's an actually, she's actually an okay <laughs> she actress. Funny. She just has to be directed. Yeah. Like this. Here's this, and here's that. Yeah. She just has to be directed. What is it? She was you guys, she seeking Susan. You guys, she was good in, in yeah. Evita. I'm sorry, not uh, vocally, but acting wise. You guys have and, like, and she was also good in a league, she's not a league, my of, their, a league of their own. Yes, oh, yeah. 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 She has great. to have a good director yeah. that can work with non non actors. Yeah. So talking about storytelling, uh, we're gonna take uh, a little peek at a uh, straight white guy listening. This is just uh, the beginning of uh, episode with a transgendered man, and I want you guys to see just how natural it's introduced and how artfully and simple it is to listen and understand. Let's let's take a peek. Simple. I mean, I, I, I love the approach. Hey, Connor. Hey, Grant. What's up, man? Thanks for doing this. No problem. Cool. Come on in. So, when did you become Connor? Or when did you start seeing Connor as your identity? I became Connor, uh, geez, just before, I think I got to, I got to age 30. And... I was, I, 30 was like not quite a death toll, but I didn't expect to be alive that long. I, at some point, I thought I would commit suicide or die of a heart attack or something. I didn't, I wasn't planning on it, but somehow, here I am at 41, I'm still alive. So I was like, at thir I hit 30, I was like, I, I guess love that statement, by the way. Age to be. So I said, let me do something. Let me, I mean, I'm sleeping on my life. What was growing up like for you? Clearly, I, I think I learned early on. These shots, by the way, are so great. Looking through the photo uh, albums, it just 
It's it's like I'm there I'm in the room. That's all our DP, Jennifer Lopez. She's incredible. Like J-Lo from the block? She's yeah. J-Lo from the block, <laughs> but from <laughs> Texas. And it was always a male name. It wasn't it was hobby, never yeah. like, I'm, I want to be Tabitha. It was always a, a, a masculine name. And then I think once I got into like junior high, high school, I started learning more about my sexuality and how I try to identify or at least try to... I guess fit in, um, and then after high school I went to the military, and then after the military I started, once I got a more established understanding of myself and where I was coming from, I just started transitioning. So this is this is just a sample, and not the ep- not all the episodes are about LGBT. You mm-hmm. meet with with activist women. You meet with so many different groups of people. This is just a portion of what you guys did. Mm-hmm. Graham, as a straight white guy who listened, what were the biggest takeaways from the project? And were you just totally exhausted? Because when you listen to somebody, you also take on their energy yeah. and you take on what they've gone through. Is it, and all these. On all these episodes, is this like, is this your first time meeting people of these like different kind of like ways of life? And uh, like, I'd, I'd say about half and half. Uh, okay. Like Connor, we met basically right before the shoot, okay. just so that he would know that we're not crazy people. Right. Connor may actually be watching right now. Connor's one of our biggest fans and supporters. Hi, Connor. Uh, yeah. Connor, Connor with a K. Hey, Connor. Yeah. Connor with a K. Connor's amazing. Uh, Connor so, with a K. I love it. So we have a comedy episode. We met a lot of those comedians uh, that day. Uh, our empathy expert, our first episode uh, was Dr. Kelsey Crow. We didn't meet her before. We had some phone calls. I mean, because... Empathy expert? What it, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, of course. So she wrote a book called There Is No Good Card for This. And it's primarily how to teach people how to talk to someone when they're going through a hard time, like a divorce or a death. And we thought that's a kind of a good fit for what we're doing where people are going through a hard time and we don't know how to sit and just hang out and just listen and talk. So she kind of walked us through some tips to be better listeners, like, you know, wait three seconds after someone's finished talking. Uh, And that's not like just everyday life. You don't have to do it. But if someone's telling you something personal, if they're opening up and being vulnerable, it's good to just like, you know, take those three beats mm-hmm. and then usually they'll just keep on talking. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the big easiest things that we learned that we could do. I did a lot just sitting there like just listening. Yeah. Uh, hanging out. Wow. My biggest yeah. thing with something like that is if, if I've listened to what you're if, if you're start telling me information and my mind's moving so fast mm-hmm. and I want to respond to uh, that See, thought and by the time mm-hmm. I've let you wait, wait till three seconds I might forget what I want to say and then if you keep going then I'm just like damn it yep. so then I'm like so I, I, I like what you're saying so I'm going to try to use that and, encomp- and, and take that information because it helped me be a better listener to people but mm-hmm. I'm just like do it, it's rude if I start taking out notes because I'm just like because I, I get my notepad I'm like I'm just, I'm just taking notes is start that taking be, notes you know like, like it's actually kind of flattering when somebody yeah. was like oh okay well, you know take a look yeah okay because yeah, we, mm-hmm. we all do that right like we, you know I do the same thing my mind's racing I want oh I like what you're saying I want to comment on that um, but we get lost in that trap of we're just thinking about the next thing we're going to say and that's another thing that kelsey talks on and we're also trying to impress the person that we're talking with so we yeah. want to impart our knowledge as much as they're giving us graham what i what i loved about the show is that you remained the straight white guy listening the personalities that you interviewed were so different from connor was with this huge story 
he's just kind of sitting on his sofa like this is my life and I live my life and thanks for finding it interesting and I'm going to go live my life. To other personalities that, 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 were, that were big and loud, there was such a difference of energy in the room and you literally were the, kind of just taking this in and listening, which I loved how mm-hmm. you guys created a uniformity throughout the episodes where every episode was like a real housewife of Bravo where you loved, <laughs> like but, you, but you loved That's the voyeurism of it. Yes. Like Graham idea. turns around and is like, hair isn't everything. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's on your back. Yeah. No, but, but do you know what I mean? But it's like, it, I was like a voyeur and a participant at the same time. And before I knew it, the episode was, was, was done. Was Do there like ever nice. a person that like you sat down with whose like views or what or like was there ever a person that you just firmly disagreed with that like took a lot for you to not say anything? I mean, there were some moments here and there. There were some times where people would say things I didn't just I didn't agree with. Yeah. And there were some times where I was like, oh, man, I, I like don't like the way you said that. But what you find is if you just sit there for a little bit, it's going to be OK. I mean, we're always trying to, like, outmaneuver the other person. Now, if someone's being hateful, I would never sit for that. Nobody was cruel to me. Uh, Connor's pretty good about pointing out that we're living in two different shells. Like, I'm a white man, and he's a black man, and I experience the world differently. And there was some us seeing each other through these different lenses, which wasn't easy. Yeah. But I think at the end of it, every time, I felt closer to the people I was sitting with. And you don't quite, at the end of the episode, you see Connor with his wife, and we're all laughing. And we consider them friends now. It's like a real thing. If you mm-hmm. just hang out, if you don't try to tell someone what you think the truth is, you know, you could come out on the other side feeling a lot better, a lot more but connected. You, nice. I like, I love the idea because, one, and I need to watch it, I would love to watch it now. Do you all the episodes spend some watch time them. where you, because you're the straight white man? And you let you 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 take time explaining you a little bit so that people know because I think what's great about it is you you need to let everybody know I'm the straight white guy and I'm just like the every straight white I have some things about every straight white guy so telling a little bit about you so they go oh he's got some of those characteristics too that I have maybe in the intro I don't know something like mm-hmm. that I love to see that because then it, the more you can be like the people watching who you're trying to change their opinion of life right. I think it's great do you ever get people who you interview who are I, I don't you know like um. The serial killer, someone who you diametrically <laughs> oppose what they're saying, and they're saying crazy stuff like, you know, like yeah. the, you have to feel like you have to say, well, listen, that's not how I, f- we, I feel. Can we interview a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. We're, just, we're, we're really doing telling you. As it might <laughs> occur, <laughs> I killed four people on the way to the studio today. Well, I mean, I'm really a, into a murder. Like if you met a Black right Panther now. person, he's like, I yeah, don't like, totally. I think all. If you met a Black Panther person, he's saying that you think all race should die. You know, and you have to go. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't think that's appropriate. Do you, do you ever get to that point? Have you had that yet? Well, I think that's. That does happen. Uh, Vice does that kind of stuff. One of our other goals was lifting up voices that are usually not listened to, especially by the straight. So just physically being there and physically listening to voices that aren't usually heard by straight white men was important to us. Uh, So and Shishi Rose was one of our activists and she spoke very clearly to. Uh, white privilege and systematic oppression and things that are not easy for white people to hear. What I loved about that episode, though, is that we we see her as an activist and she's she's doing this because she has to. When her conversation with you, she got the message across in such a 
It was mm-hmm. the same message, but it came across in such a different way that I responded to. We're becoming blind to sexual harassment allegations yeah. now. We're becoming blind to diversity talks. We're becoming blind to a protest. If a protest were to happen out the window, we'd be like, oh, another protest. Maybe snap it, you know, but not even know what the protest is about. We're becoming so blind to this activism that's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved about straight white guy listening is it, it wasn't activism. It wasn't, it was, you know, and so yeah. it was activism on a participant level. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, no, I think that, that's yeah. that's something that's that's kind of nice about, you know, we talked about documentary filmmaking earlier, but something that's great about this medium is that, you know, we have the full podcast. You can listen to the whole conversation. They're more, they're an hour long, but we also have these digestible conversations and I, I think that's important too because you're you're right like there's a lot of that out there right now and people are looking for like how quickly can we take in information well that's exactly we don't read full articles I, I don't care who yeah. you are and if you say oh I read the full article no you don't we do this and then we're listening to this yeah. and then the TV's on mm-hmm. that's what I think even with Hollywood people we get screeners now I don't think we should get screeners because we're not seeing the movie the way it's intended. The first Star Wars, right? Mm. Or the first Star Trek or the first you know, time we see Black Panther should be on a huge screen with the mm-hmm. sound effects in the whole movie experience because that builds the excitement and that builds our experience. But we're seeing the screeners at home and we're seeing it with somebody texting us while we're watching something on YouTube on our tablet. We're not participating in we're movies or entertainment. We're... Right. And we're just yeah. not devoted. I think we should only see movies in the well, movie theater. I like that. But at the same time, if that was the case, then we be back to what we're having where you're only hearing the ones that are, that I have the money to make you come to the se- season to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. So even though you might not get in the way I want you to see it, you're gonna you might have, have a better chance of you taking it in and having a better chance to compete with a big budget studio thing than if than the studio movie. Then if I had the studio movie that only got to see it in the theater, then if you have to see ten of them in a week and you have a life, you're gonna go the ones where I'm gonna get the swag or get a reason that you're gonna make me come to see it. That's the only thing. Because I, I, I agree good with point. You, but it's expensive you... to go to the movies. Have you been to the ArcLight? <laughs> it's like <laughs> so I visit my well, mom in OC. You get, you get movie pass and you work your way around. No, but oh. but it's still paying because you can't just go to the movies. If you go to ArcLight in Hollywood, you have to get dressed up because you're gonna run into twenty people you know, and they're like, oh, let's do a selfie. And you're like, oh god, I have to wear you know my blazer, blah blah blah. I when I visit my mom in OC it's movie time because I give a shit what I look like <laughs> not everyone is a local celebrity Alexander no I didn't mean about like that but like your friends want to take like a selfie no, and then you can't you know you can't just go to the movies anymore and parking oh. 20 bucks finding parking going to the movies or even going to the grocery store in LA it's lost it's fun me and I mean I mean Arclight on, on not on speaking terms I like I pitch right now I went there the other day and they and I had like my quarter of like cold sandwich. I was like going to going to like sugar shock. I was starving, so we're gonna see a movie. It's like Monday at midnight, and I go in and the lady's like, "You can't bring that." And I'm like, "It's a sand. Oh, it's a ham on. sandwich." She's like, "I just can't." She wanted to be top cop, right? And I'm like, "She's like, you can't." I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold up. I can go to your counter right now and buy the nasty for hot dog $20. that smells for twenty five dollars. It smells crazy. Are you talking about is gonna interrupt someone?" And she just was like, "Yeah." So we're not speaking. I go to IPix in Westwood. It's fantastic. All right. So we have to, you guys, we have, we have talked so much. We have to wrap up the show. So, our final open topic, and this is so important to each of us because we're all in different levels of this. Um, And then we're going to end the show with rapid fire, and y'all are rapid fire. Uh, It's not too deep. It's just fun. Five questions. (laughs) But our open, and I want you to participate in this (laughs) our industry, the entertainment industry, 
We don't have time for social socialization. We don't have time for dating. We don't know how to date properly. How does being part of the entertainment industry play with your personal relationships, whether it be dating, family, friendships? It's not easy. It's, it's, uh, it's the most difficult thing. I feel like it's weird. I feel like I have probably split myself into about four different people, like four different personalities, like the person that I have to be like with my family or the person I have to be when I'm out, literally just even out. Like I don't I don't get to go out because every everyone knows me when I go out. That's not even like a cocky or narcissist thing. It's no, just but like, we, like the other day we went out to Sunday Fun Day. We. We couldn't partake. No, in some <laughs> no. of the boys. Because even like even yeah, even when you and I went out, like we could have we were surrounded by a good like five or six people. But even I could still notice like people in the corner of my eye, my peripherals that were like watching and had their phones out. Like it's just it's too messy now. It's very messy. Like I feel like when I'm like it. Yeah. It's but but like dating, things. when we go home, that's our sanctuary. So we're going to be tired from a day of shooting. We're going to be in bad moods. We're going to be on a diet because we have to prepare for the next thing. Or mm-hmm. our loved ones have to see us in the most raw state and they get the least appreciation. So how how, how do we deal with this relationship? And uh, Mr. <laughs> Graham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit up Graham. Yeah. yeah. You, you, uh, congratulations. Thank you are you. engaged. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh. Thank you. I'm very happy. Uh it does help that she's in the industry as well, so we both understand. Does it help or hinder? That's well. I mean, we don't we don't have exactly the same types of careers, so that's one thing. Yeah. But I mean, we understand long hours, taking meetings. I gotta get drinks with this person, uh, coffee, and also it's encouraging. But I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's competitive in a bad way, I mean, of course that's bad. But I mean, uh, I'm. I know. I feel pretty lucky. There's nothing that I, I want. Okay, Cupid. That's how I met my oh, fiance. Which yeah. is, I just think that there is just and, and Joel, well, you're, I, you're, you're married, right? Well, yeah, for for 18 years. So I, I mean, we started out as actors. That is amazing. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, Thank that you. Is great. Just, but as actors, yeah, yeah, one moment stuff. for 18 <laughs> years. Thank you. One real moment that's for 18. That's 42 <laughs> years in lesbian years. Exactly. Am I right? I, yeah. It's like a thousand years yeah. in lesbian years. Yes, we're going to Seattle. We're going to drive to Seattle. Oh, you keep your mouth shut. Oh, you're going to. We started out. You're not going to Seattle. Girl. <laughs> no, we, we, when we started out dating, we were actors at a theater company. He auditioned mm-hmm. for it and he got cast. If you're in a theater and company, it, you're going to have a boyfriend. Yeah. Just That's then, how it works. Yeah. Then, well, I well, know very well. Well, I, up until then, people just wanted to have sex. I was like, uh, but I met somebody that wanted to go out <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. So we, we then we, um, then he became a nurse and then I became a nurse. And so we kind of know, and he's he's a, a singer. You guys are Grey's now. Anatomy. And like, he, like <laughs> your life is Grey's Anatomy. It's like a scandal. On I'm a nurse, Grey's nurse, and then I did a spinoff. And yeah, no, yeah. But, but we, I mean, we have we have so much in common with what what we do for our creative and our our also our way we make our living, and and so it's it's uh, it's it's not bad. It's pretty. Does it ever feel competitive though? Like if you're no, because he, he's, well, right. I mean, he, he's done some acting, but he's a more of a singer songwriter right now yeah. at Donovan Holden. 
um, an ordinary thing. Um, uh, <laughs> Name John. Bad boys, bad boys, black leather. We we were dressed in leather, and I got to be a leather boy. It was fun. But um, and yeah, I look good without my shirt. But anyway, so 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 you guys, we're, I do have to say, look look up. Uh, <laughs> yes, we're, we're we're not competitive because it, it's it's like uh, it's we're we're there for each but other. But it's so weird because when we have successes. Yeah. It can be competitive when somebody is like when yeah. somebody shoots to start him, and we see these relationships in Hollywood. We'll find out when Donovan takes <laughs> off, and I'm still where I'm. You know. You've done the show; your career is <laughs> yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. You have yeah, Daytopia. Yeah, yeah. Come on now, <laughs> Andre. I've got a lot of questions about your dating. I was like, it's, well, you, yeah. you, you, you don't even talk about it. It's yeah. It's very. Do you have time to the date? focus? The focus that <laughs> I have put onto the beginning of my music is where it needs to be, and especially everything's happening. You know, I have that special person, and I, I kind of keep it private because it's like. I, I don't want to. They, they want to keep things private and, and keep that anonymity and being able to write about it. And I, and I think that that special person because they're there and supportive. And I know I've been an emotional roller coaster for a minute. What do they do I for just, a living? I'll write about. Oh you, my God, you guys! It's Drake. To find out about it. It's but, Drake. Uh, it's Drake. But, um, we just yeah. broke the news. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I, it, it's uh. I just had to. But I, I had to make a point. And I said to myself, I need to focus on building the best me. I can do this for me. Do you so, live together? Um, wow. You're asking yeah. like what? Well, be, well, John, he's with somebody. Calm down. Well, no, I, I'm curious though to see how you do it because it, it's it's different. Now. I've just been I mean, focused. Like I get and I get heat because I'm not available. Or I'm not. I'm on the phone. Well, I'm not available. I'm not there. Dating. And, and I got my studio, so many weird questions about work. You know, and my studio. I have my. But I'm work. I'm a workaholic. Like i every day, every day, all day, all night long. I'm in the studio, and, we, and the studio is at where I live, so it's very. And I know, and I just want to thank that person that's there. If it were, I just got to focus on this. If I don't do this, I'm gonna end up. It, I will be a bad. Per, I just if. if but you, you gotta make you time for the other person too. You gotta. Oh, I have. See, that I just have, said they can I understand have, that you have long hours, but you need some hours with them. Yeah, but they. But I've had. I've lived their life for a minute, and so I, they okay. understand. Like I gotta focus on it's this. It's called support. But I love that you keep it private. So many. Well, this happens in WeHo a lot. It's like my new boyfriend. We're gonna be together forever. Two months later, block, block, block. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. Take I mean, a I've minute had, before. I've had, I've had both those situations where I've had. I had one relationship when I was like way younger and all I did was post about it on social media and mm -hmm. then it just looked real bad when we broke up but like I've also had I mean I have a four year relationship where half of it was on social media and the other half has not been and I prefer it when it's not top half it, was on bottom <laughs> half was not right <laughs> in public um, I don't know I gotta say like I it's fun to, to date someone that's in your industry because they get it 100%. Yeah. But when you meet someone that's not in, in, in your industry, it's like a unicorn. And you're like, I just want to <laughs> keep you in a little box. Yeah. Because everything you do, they're like, you do what? That's so cute. That's so interesting. And you're like, I think everything you do is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I see both sides of it. I, <laughs> I've been on both sides of it, girl. My, my I mean, do you feel like do you feel like the people that like aren't in the industry? Do you feel like they almost kind of like idolize you more, like in a relationship? Is like, oh know. my god, it's, you're so cool. It's definitely not idolization. At least I no 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 no. no they no. don't always understand. I, I'm not that cool, but like they. You're but, pretty. You're pretty cool. I'm. I'm fucking cool. cool. You guys, Sorry, Rebecca is I one of the coolest people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Um, but cool. but they like they appreciate it in a way that maybe sometimes when you're with someone that's in the industry. They understand it, but they get tired of it. Yeah. So it's right. it's nice that they're like, they do. 
Yeah. They take a little bit more of an interest. Ask a little more. I don't right, know. Because and the same way that I do. You know, I'm like, you're a nurse. Tell me about that. Like, that's different from what I do. I want right. to know about that. You, yeah. know? you, did, like, you did taxes for 12 hours today. Please yeah. tell me more. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, hey, girl, tell me about your taxes. Yeah, like, totally. Let's be honest. We lose interest after about 10 minutes. No. No. Do that. But no. here's the thing is they'll go, like, the people not in this industry will go to the red carpet events, and they're fine with not having to be in the red carpet. They're like, I'll wait for you at the bar, and I'll have your drink ready. Yes. But then yeah. what I felt is like, well, you took a picture of that person. You looked at that person. You hung out with that person. You must be dating them. And it's like, no, just calm down. Yeah. yeah. My- All right. We have to end the show. We're going to do rapid fire <laughs> no. with our guests. Yes. Uh, rapid fire is just, it's, it's just fun. We started before Andy Cohen did it, before RuPaul did it. This is the original <laughs> rapid fire. Who wants to go first? You guys are answering not together, but you guys are answering the same questions. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, Taylor, okay. you're a co, so you're I not. Know. I you're just, not, I don't know. <laughs> Taylor's just like, I'm just ready down. I'm ready for everything. You guys, let's give a hand to Taylor as our Taylor's awesome. Our friendship has grown. He's so adorable. Thank you for having me. Yes. Bad for you? You. Yes. I'm obsessed. Rapid fire. Who wants to go first? Bring it. Let's do this. Bring it. Oh, right. I guess it's us. You guys. Yeah. So we're gonna do rapid fire. You guys have the same question, but you guys answer mm-hmm. it. However, you, uh, you both have to answer. But whoever, if you could have lunch with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Graham. Werner Herzog. Yes, I was gonna say that. Barack <laughs> Obama. <laughs> oh. I want to do a follow up to that, but I won't. Uh, if you had a dream <laughs> budget, what would your dream documentary be about? Rebecca. That's a really hard question. It's rapid fire. I fucking love people. Sorry, I dropped an F bomb. No, it's fine. It's fine. You're so mad. Uh, Any person, like, I I have a side project that I want to develop (laughs) about people's first uh, time watching films. I would love to actually make that happen. And you could interview celebrities as to, yeah. Yeah, first experience watching a movie. My grandmother is, like, the start of it. I want to do that. Love it. Uh, I grew up in the southeast uh, as a Christian Protestant boy, mm. so I want to do a little uh, following of a Bible quizzing yes. team. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. We're going to do it. What, what religion were you? I was a Nazarene. Which I was is... a Nazarene. I don't what? Nazarene. Uh, oh, you guys are the Nazarenes. best in bed, I have to say. Nazarene. Next to the Mormons. This is yeah. great. Well, we're uh, going to talk. Copyright. We're making that. So yeah. Oh, no, oh okay. 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 Yeah. I'll just get a free I was t-shirt. A, I was a state <laughs> Bible quizzing champ. So. You guys wow. Yeah. Uh, your after day of shooting, 12 days you've shot, when you get home, what is your ritual, Graham? Uh, definitely first taking off my shoes and pants, uh, <laughs> just slipping on some, <laughs> some gym shorts, pouring a glass, and- uh, lately, it's been Chardonnay, rosé kind of thing. I'm uh, trying Slowly to. Slowly but surely. I know. I used to be a beer guy, but like all the the carbs Welcome. and I know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I gotta cut. And then beer prob- is fake alcohol. Yeah, you have to drink ten of them to get like a Pinot Grigio. Okay. Well, that was the thing. Is like, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to party true. too fast, too hard. So okay, true. so that's what you do, and then. Yeah. Do you and then kiss? Well, if my my fiance is there, I'll give a little smooch on the cheek, you know. Just but kinda. like, but like your personal. Do you take off your clothes and you grab a drink and then yeah. you do you do you watch a show on TV? Do you like? Yeah. Uh, so you know what? I'm a I, I'm rapid fire. Grab I'm a I'm a Reddit I'm a Reddit no person. So I zone out on Reddit. 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 I know. Okay. I know I'm a Reddit okay. user. Nazarene. Ap- wow. After day of shooting ritual. 
Um, it's a joke that's so true, but I pretty much leave any long shoot, and I, I, I will tell my creative director every time, I just want to bury myself in a pile of cats. And the truth is, <laughs> I will, because I'm a total lesbian. So many cats. Cats could be in quotes, if you want. <laughs> well, wow. I mean, yes, please. Could take but so many different ways. You've won awards, by the way. Uh, I won awards. <laughs> All right, biggest pet peeve on set, Rebecca. I have no idea. No, when somebody, like, when you your crew or yeah. something just instantly, you're like, we're trying to film here. What is your biggest pet peeve? I, I, everything is perfect. I love everyone. You I never get annoyed on set? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, where's my Starbucks bitch? Okay. <laughs> yeah. This, this is set? just for Yeah, when there's no alcohol on set, yeah. I'm very upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I got a- invited to a sober birthday party, you guys. <laughs> oh, no. I left, and I took my gift. Oh, no. I, yeah. I would leave. Don't invite me to that shit. I will say I always need a, a Starbucks coffee run. Mm. I, get okay. few, I get a phone call 15 minutes in. I'm like, hey, so I have an emergency. And no, no. Sober? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a very punctual person, so that Becca knows... Like I'm the person that's I there early. I am Graham's pet peeve because I'm always late. <laughs> sometimes her cats need. Sometimes her cats need a good talking to. Uh, also, Graham, I'm going to be late tomorrow morning. Yeah, I believe it. Just so yeah. we're clear. Please do a documentary about us. Please have my Starbucks waiting. <laughs> All right. Uh, the one personal on-set item you must have, and I'm not saying like water bottle or jacket, like something that's so personal. Graham. Mm. Man, uh, wow, a personal, I'm, I know, I'm not like a items guy, I guess like a notebook, like just something that I could jot down, some, I like I, before the interviews, I would like jot Some down. people would say a picture of my fiance. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a framed photo of my fiance. I, I'm gonna be honest. No one says that. Like even yeah. if you love. No, I know, but, but but like that. That's why I consider a personal thing. <laughs> like if I go and like I have to have that's my Star answer. Trek pin whenever I go anywhere. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. My my choice button up shirt. <laughs> it's person. no one's choice to be honest. <laughs> um, I always need my cell phone. I'm such a producer. I'm always on my phone. Yes. I'm always answering but no, emails. No, but personal. That's not bitch. Do you know how in love with my cell phone I am? I would yes. die without my cell phone. Yeah. That Every is day. Personal. Even right now, I'm just like, okay. I, that's what I thought. Right. I'm like, yeah. Who's on your screensaver? Uh, my dog Dodger. Oh, Dodger. Yeah, yeah. he's the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. She do like dogs too. All right. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Versatile. Hey, okay, yeah. Team Burst. Joel Craig. Craig. Okay. Who would okay. you cast to play you in a female version of your biopic, and you cannot say Madonna? Uh, play myself in a female version. You mean a female me? Um, it would be um, Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. totally see that. I mean, she's she's definitely different. That was a Maybe, really good question. It would be fun. Really, Thank you. I do write them. Because like, <laughs> I love I love her so much. But what else? What? Okay. Uh, worst date. Wor- um, worst date um, was oh that was a long time ago. Probably when you know I, you're trying to I'm trying to make it. Well, oh I remember. No, what was yeah? Was it like a well, taco truck? Well, I, I I showed up at the wrong restaurant, <laughs> and 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 then he said, "Oh no, it was this." Oh, because Panda Express has a few locations. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was probably that would be it, I guess. You should well, maybe. Well, the no, worst? There's, there's probably my no. worst is like. <laughs> 
they took my life and my credit identity. <laughs> <laughs> or like you go home with somebody and then you like you have to. Well, anyway, never mind. No. Finish. Yeah. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear that one. Yeah. So yeah. What is your worst like, date? What is the worst date know. experience? I don't um, I can't. That was it. The 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 showing up at the different restaurant. That's the worst I thing. I do yes, not yes, believe you. <laughs> I don't remember. Next. Oh my Next. lord. Okay. Next. Uh, most overrated movie. Uh, the Notebook. That was pretty overrated and pretty That's bad. That's pretty right on. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even watch Rachel McAdams, what well, you guys know, she's one of the worst actresses that still gets filmed. The editor gets paid extra for her films because they have... To, Sherlock Holmes 3 is coming, by the way. They don't know what to do with her. Wait, I'm sorry. You don't Wait. like The Notebook? Wait. What, what is this inside information <gasps> also? And The Notebook Rachel felt, Mac- Okay, but... What's this inside info? And also, you're giving him the hardest questions. Those, I mean, yeah, his questions are, are ridiculous. Yeah, the whole. Okay, the, what else? What else? What else? Oh, okay, okay. It's rapid. Like, it's rapid. It's okay, rapid. so we know you love Madonna. Yeah. What is the worst Madonna song that she ever did? Um. Oh, it would be. Um, this is like Barbara Walters I, just saying. I, I yeah. don't like. I, I don't like. You're um, so PC. Do you tell people that their father is dying like this when you're the nurse? You're like, your father is like, um, he might be um, (laughs) seeing some like white light. Sometime in the next five minutes. You might not need to buy him clothes for Christmas. Is that how you deliver bad news? That's right. Okay. No, um, bitch, I'm Madonna. I didn't really care for that. Oh, but okay. Uh It was okay, okay, but it was, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What next? What? I have to say that that was pretty funny. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet oh, peeve? Oh, people on the freeway tailgating me. Oh. That is. Oh. You wouldn't like me very much. But I do <laughs> have a feeling. <laughs> you might have been behind me, but yeah. you, yeah, you drive slow. I have to go. Yeah, I'm like. I, I don't. I drive with the traffic. Okay, well, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I don't tailgate you guys, other. He's the one on the road going but, 55 but, miles an hour. No, and he has a script in one hand. No, he's like, no. I pay attention. He's doodling and he's graphic sketching novels. You. No, 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 no. He's doodling you. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm saying no, and and I don't tailgate other people, and they seems like other cars won't. Well, be. I apologize right now if I tailgate people because they do it all the time. I'm bad. Oh, people beg well, you, you, you to tailgate. up and down, up and down. LA. Okay, 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 you okay. You have okay. to be aware of it because sometimes people aren't aware they're doing it. Okay, what next? Okay. No, I think you're done. <laughs> I am done. I want another one. When I with the tailgate. Uh, who would you cast as your dream co-star? Hmm. Matt Bomer. Oh. Oh, so people that can't act. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, he cannot act. Or no, Barbara Sorry. Eden. Barbara Eden. She would be my dream co star. Mm. Yes. Andre. <laughs> oh, you're nobody here. Okay. No, these guys don't even know who Barbara Eden is. They're like, is that Judy Garland? Did you guys see Renelle Zellweger's first picture as Judy Garland? Yeah, that was pretty good. No. That's a picture. Yeah, but it looks no. kind of interesting. I, I want to see it. God, are you an optimist about everything? You're like, <laughs> no. God, yes. Trump might be good for us. <laughs> but just listen. I feel like that makes <laughs> yeah. you a really good nurse. Or maybe a bad nurse. I don't no, know. actually a good nurse because... You like, might live. I'd be, I, feel, I thought about I'm like, if I, tail, if I tailgate him, he came out, I'd feel bad. He'd say, hey, I'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be like, nice guy, nice guy. Got no fly. I don't even. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> he seems very. Po- he's very positive. That is <laughs> that a free I'm not. Yeah, I'm not always free positive. Freestyle. Was that a no. Okay. 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 No, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I tried. Andre. Yes. Your dream music partner. Jay Z. Mm. Mm. Most embarrassing <laughs> song on your playlist. If we were to pick up your iPhone and look at your song list, and the song was on it, you'd be like, "Oh God." 
I get not, none. I'm a stick. I'm a music snob. Nothing on my playlist I'd love. I could play right now. I'd, I'd be booming to it. Do you have Hanson's Mbop? Nope. No. Mm. I'm sorry. And no. Worst fashion trend you fell victim to? When it probably when I was a kid, when I was a kid, and you would like wear all the new trends. I don't know. Well, no, I don't know. That's a really hard question. You know what? Von, <laughs> when I, when Von Dutch hats were really popular, I used to wear them way when they first started, and I got them because I liked them. And there's a place in me and me and my me and my best friend Will Winky would go in New York and we buy them, and we started wearing them because we liked them. And then I went, I would go places, and all of a sudden I get like, uh, it's, I knew it was coming. I, I would go like be the airport, and people were like, oh, that heck, I'll, I'll buy it from you. I'm like, no, I bought it as I like it. And so then it got to a point everybody's wearing it. And it got to a point where I'm like, oh, I and, yeah. And I have, still have like a collection of them somewhere. Every time I look at them, I'm like, oh man, that's not gonna go. <laughs> I love that your rapid well. fire turned into a biography. That's a, that's what I just love. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, a hobby that you have that we would find surprising. I'm pretty mundane. I just do music all day long. I don't. The hobby that <laughs> I have. You have to have. Like a bad like, hobby that you find surprising? Yeah, like, oh, I eat Cheetos in bed or I watch Housewives till I die. I think my, my sports obsessions would be my biggest. Like, yeah. I like, if you go on my phone, my phone is every podcast. I'm listening to, like, Colin Cowherd is my spirit animal. I love him to death. Do you have any, or, like, suspicions or anything like that you got to do to, like, make the team win? I love his a, voice. Can you please um, narrate my biography, by the way? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's called Rehab. <laughs> You got to do this before the game goes or anything. I'm obviously a guy. Do you do with? <laughs> I used to think sometimes if I'm watching them and they like start doing well, if I if I click on and somebody starts doing well and it starts doing better as I start watching them, I'm like, if I turn away, what happens? If, what happens if they just start? <laughs> they, if they lost, like some team must have lost one day. Peyton must have lost one day, and I'm like, God, Andre, did you influence? You should have watched them. You give them that energy. That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I like that's it. about it. Oh my God, you guys! Another episode of On the Rocks Radio Show done. <laughs> We're gonna go around the room real fast. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Where they can say, uh, Kurt. Kurt has to go home to his oh. wife, and I love his wife, <laughs> but she's at home right now going. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Oh, no, Graham's going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since I got, yeah. He's got the velvet voice. I got voice. the voice. Uh, so you can follow us uh, on all the social media handles, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at SWG Listening. And our website is SWGListening.com. And, and share it. Just click share. share. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Yeah. And we love to hear what you think, too. So reach out. Let us know. And JoelCraig.com. But and is and before. Yes, because yes. I get, like in a movie, I, how the person gets the and, not not with the and. The, <laughs> so I'm and. Joel. And you guys oh, go amazing. get this graphic novel, <laughs> Journey to Gaytopia. Gaytopia. Um, it, for me, it's uh, all the same. Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. as at Andre Excellence. A N D R E X C E L L E N C E. I dropped the first E a long time ago, so you can find it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Taylor O Music for everything. Instagram Taylor O Music, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook is Olsen Taylor because of obvious <laughs> reasons that I probably will not have in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, in terms of like straight music, we have a drummer from Crazy Town coming in. Crazy Town is probably the straightest band ever around. Greg I Boyd, thank you for taking our behind the scenes. You guys have yeah. to check our behind the scenes photos because they're a lot of fun at On The Rocks on air on Twitter and Instagram. Kurt, thank you. I know you and have thank to get you. home. Thank you, Kurt. And thank you for having thank us. You. And my mom thank is you. visiting. She's in the room. She's probably like, oh gosh, she's made passed out. <laughs> Love so you nice. guys. See you next yeah. Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thank you.
This has been On the Rocks with Alexander, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>